Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? <laughs> All right, can't wait for that. In three minutes. Uh, what's up? What's new? In how many? What? How many minutes did you get? Three. three. <laughs> uh, so coronavirus has shut us down. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Have you been working? How's that been? Uh, I'm masked up and no one's coming in. I had to really, yeah. I mean, thank God Jake gave me Jake gave me money. Um, and I've been like you know, willing and dilling mm-hmm. to make ends meet. But uh, it's weird. Like the the first day of the mask mandate, everyone came in and was yeah. kind of being defiant about. It. Like some people were participating, some people were like, "I'm not wearing a mask." And we're just like, "Whatever." Like yeah. I'm tired of I'm tired of fighting about it. Like I'm just so over it. Yeah. Um. And I don't mind the mask, but of course I don't like, I'm not as animated because it's more energy, (laughs) you know? So I've been just super quiet at work and everyone's like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? What's up? And I'm just like, nothing. Like we're entering year three of a pandemic and I'm wearing a mask and I hate this job. (laughs) Can we get (laughs) shit done? And like the boss, of course, uh, she's cutting the people who've been there, their hours to let the new people have hours. But really people, which is such a bad idea yeah especially because the new people are gonna showing alienate <laughs> the you're gonna alienate are, your loyal people cool <laughs> right and the new people like aren't showing up like they'll work like a week and then they won't show up and then like my boss is like scrambling the shift's covered and we're just like no like this is poor management darling <laughs> <laughs> i know like i only have three shifts this week which is whatever i don't care but like uh i'm since i have like the week free i'm watching jake's kid because she's got the sniffles so she can't mm-hmm. go to daycare so i'm gonna watch her for sure tomorrow but maybe all week i told jake i was like i can i'm there for you all week and then the mid person got in a car wreck <gasps> and she's like she's like can you come cover these shifts and i'm like no i had to like figure something else out like yeah. and my brother just loaned me money so i'm not gonna tell him to fuck off the second yeah. he needs me you know yes. so no like and i not hasn't really something to do with money either like of course i'm always there to watch the kids yes. if, I, if i'm available the kids of course but right but you fucked over fucked me over i had to figure something else out and i figured something else out right so she texted me today and i was just like nope i'm uh and then another gig she sent me like two different schedules because she keeps refreshing the schedule changing it Uh and so like yesterday was jake's son's birthday and i was gonna spend like half the day with him and then go do the other half of the day at work but she scheduled she switched the schedule on saturday to make it so i worked all day sunday no (laughs) and like i woke up saturday and had to do a bunch of shit and then i went to work and she'd sent me a couple revised schedules and i just hadn't looked at them yet so i hadn't responded Mm -hmm. and in the middle of the rush and granted she has cameras all over and they watch the cameras at home she texts me and she's like i need you to respond and i'm like i've been at work she's like i sent that text at 11 and it's like my life does not revolve around this restaurant yes yes (laughs) like get the fuck off my jock yeah it's like And, like, I know the girl who got in a wreck, she texts me right when she got in a wreck. 
oh because we're, we're buddies, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I knew about, I've known about it for a couple of days. <laughs> and then today I got the text, can you cover all of her shifts this week? And I was just like, no. And when I heard about it, I was like, the owner can cover them. This is what owning a business is about. Yep. <laughs> like, fuck her. Mm-hmm. You know? And I never once told her I was available during the day. So <laughs> this is called restaurant life, people. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Jobs, Salt Lake City. That's what I'm going to Google right now. No, I mean, I like the, I, I like the, there's always going to be drama at a job. But, <gasps> at, but for the FBI, please do this. <sighs> Special agent. <laughs> I'm like, hi, I have 20 years of restaurant experience. I'm ready. <laughs> Look, put me undercover in a restaurant. <laughs> I was uh, waiting on a table of cops the other day and I was so bored. Also so high. <laughs> and <laughs> I just kept walking up to their table and fucking with them. <laughs> Like what? But, well, there was this one uh, who looked like he was like 17 years old, and I was like, "All right, young." And like I was like, "All right, young man, what would you like?" <laughs> I'm like, "Is today your first day? Is this why we're like taking you out?" And then me and the cook in the back were like t- making fun of him in the back because again, we're all bored, and uh, <laughs> we had this whole scenario worked out about 21 Jump Street, and he's like the best cop on the force. He's the Johnny Depp of the table. <laughs> So I walk out and I'm like, sorry, I'm giving you a hard time, man. Is this like, you, you know, are you about to retire? Like, you're the, like I like relayed the whole scenario yeah. that we, and he, everyone at the table was dying. He was like bright red. The, like the main guy was like dead. He tipped me like <laughs> fat. The girls, the girls were not super thrilled because I kept being Ugh. bitchy to them. Yeah. Cause you're like, no. <laughs> well, I'm just like that with everyone. Anyone. It's like, called fuck the so- police, fight the patriarchy. Get on board, girls. <laughs> Hey, this is the old white man's it, girls. <laughs> I don't know. I I was actually happy to see the diversity. Like I there was o- there was too. only one older guy, Except and everyone else was young. Girl cops always give me tickets. I can't like. Well, maybe I could now that I'm by like out. You know? <laughs> work it both ways, but I mean, I I work it, and I'm not by. <laughs> So they say. So there was a um, one of my friends, one of the listeners' husbands, is it going to be a deputy? Like start working for cops, and he was over, <laughs> and we were. I was. I had one shot of whiskey, and then I was like, uh-huh. but you know, fuck the police, right? Oh shit, <laughs> that was his name. <laughs> he was like, well, if you're gonna feel comfortable saying that, then fuck the BLM, and I was like, okay, okay. Um, I was just saying lyrics from a rap song. That's <laughs> like, not. Let's back even, up here. <laughs> it's not. Blue lives and black lives aren't the same. We talk, we've talked about this before. <sighs> yeah, it was funny. We're not going to. I mean, I just wanted to. Uh, anyway, he knows. I was like, you know, there's weed in this house. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, you know, cops do weed, don't you? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> so No, honestly, the cops are just like, don't make it easy for me to yes. roll you. And I won't. Like, I mean, I mean I've heard cops say that. I've had more than one cop tell me that before. Like, don't smoke weed in your car. Like, no one gives a shit if you're on the weed. Just don't make it, like, blatant and obvious. Yes, yes. And don't, like, kill people, which you won't, because you're just. Because you can't couch. go faster than 60 miles an hour. Like, wow, I am flying. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was funny when I first started smoking weed. I uh, got, I'm sure I've told the story, but I was working in Bryce and I wanted my chef. I was like, dude, I need to get stoned. I'm out of weed. He's like, let me, I'll have my son get you high. So I went home with him. <laughs> His son got me high. And then I drove from Tropic to Pingwich and I couldn't go faster than 60. Like I could not 
physically I was like I was like I can't do I can't go over 60 I can't do so, no, well, no don't tourists. Those, um, don't those uh, billboards in Salt Lake say DUI means all of these? And there's like a marijuana leaf on it, right? Well, it's driving while uh, intoxicated. Yeah. Beer. Or under the marijuana influence. leaf and then like an opium pill or whatever because it's yeah, Happy Valley. I mean- yeah, freaking one time when I when I got, when I should have got my DUI, but I just got a weed charge. Thank thank you, officer in Summit County. Whoever See, you are. See, not all cops are bad. <laughs> exactly. Like I should have gone to jail that night. But <laughs> speaking of which, I have not drank yet in this new year. Or days. Listen, you have been reborn. I feel the energy. And for anybody who hasn't been reading our texts, every so often <laughs> we text one another and we're like, "What's up? I love you. I've just been sleeping a lot." And like, yeah, I've been hibernating my dick off. <laughs> so, you guys, we we are coming back. You'll hear us by now. But like, it is just a good time to reset. I agree with that, and uh, everyone is like. I'm, I was going way too hard, obviously, last during the holiday season because people are like, you seriously can just turn it off like that? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, because like, are you, are you sure? <laughs> like, I work with a nurse and she's like, yes. you were partying hard before the new year. And I was like, yeah, that's usually what I do. And she's like, and you're just good. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, okay. okay. <laughs> like, and I was in Jake's house yesterday for Alex's birthday and uh He's like, do you want to you want to have a few shots? And I was like, no, I'm good, man, I'm good. So like, I've even been offered it. I get offered it every once in a while. I'm just like, no, I'm good. Have you um, ever had a New Year's like this, or does this feel especially special? No, I usually before the pandemic, this is usually what I would do. Okay. Um, and then like, so I'm looking forward to like ramping up for the next holiday season, though. This will be fun. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens because honestly, the pandemic, I was drinking like. Five days a yes. week, <laughs> yes. which is uh, yes, not so. Like you know, I might, I, I don't know. Like I, I might, I might drink tomorrow. I might drink, you know. Yeah, it's not I like might you're never. Like, I might never drink as again. long as possible. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm you're just no letting it. You're just letting it be, and it's naturally this way. Well, and I'm just like less honorary too. I feel like mm. I'm more quiet, but I'm less honorary. Maybe that's not even true either. Like at work, I'm homicidal. Well, that's because of the job. No, I know, and like my other job that I love, like I had, I got like an emergency call to do bartender wedding. Yeah, an emergency call to to bartender wedding. People, you heard it here. (laughs) Uh, They set out the bat signal. Um, no, one of the person who was gonna bartend (laughs) got exposed, so I had to like move my schedule around and go and i loved it it was great i bartended the wedding and i didn't drink at all and it was fine look at you still well, i saw time. you hiding i was like oh poor gal oh my god that ceremony was super fucking long. but uh it was funny because the girl was jewish and the guy wasn't but the the groom wanted all the jewish customs <laughs> yes like top. i want to step on stuff yeah like i had to the only reason why i because usually during the ceremony i just go uh in the back and and just like smoke weed and fuck with the chef and um i love your character i mean like if you're gonna be in a book or a movie this is great well i mean whatever everyone it's not like a you know we're like checking out his car fluids and shit you know (laughs) that's what we do during the ceremony but uh i had to pour the wine for the stepping on the glass so that's the reason why I was in the bar. 
cool. Yeah, like with one of the grooms, like the I guess he was a bridesman was like, "Would you fill this?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> so it was such a fucking long ceremony, but uh, the groom, I thought it was funny that he insisted on that because I've always wanted to. I was told my sister, "I'm like, I want to marry a Jewish guy," and she's like, "You just want to." Her and Jacob both wanted to be like, "You just want to get lifted on the chairs," and I'm like, "So." <laughs> and <laughs> listen, I I love Jewish people so no, it was, much. I'm so it was obsessed. one of my favorite weddings. It was one of my, like, I love I, that. Yeah, and like everyone was drinking and stuff. I had no desire, but I was still having a good time. Like, it's it, I think alcohol is interesting, especially when you take a step back how it feeds itself. Like, you kind of like got to keep drinking to keep up the so you're not a bitch from drinking the night before you know what i mean especially if you're in like the service industry where it's like okay if i take a couple shots i'll at least be like a pleasant person because i'm hungover so i'm just trying to like it it seems like really stupid and like my body is grateful for me being like all right we're gonna just chill (laughs) we're gonna let you sleep and rest and so watch all the trailer park boys (laughs) how have you been sleeping a lot too yeah, because Spence, so he got this new job. Congrats, mm-hmm. Spence. And, Congrats. Um, the company policy is work when you are productive. <clears throat> so he has been letting me sleep. I've been like, I told him I'm so exhausted. I don't know why. I um, sleep. One day I slept from 10 p.m. to 10 p.m. the next to 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then slept again from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. And then went to bed again at 10 o'clock. So I've just been like out until 10 a.m. most nights. And uh, he's been covering the shift, the halo shift for me. So well, that's really nice. Yeah, no, I feel like I've been going to bed before midnight, which is weird for me. And then like I have to have an alarm to get up. Oh, because you're like, I'm actually sleeping this long. Yeah, and uh, tell me about your dreams. You have to have been having them. I've been having crazy dreams, and they're just like date. Like it's like I had a dream that you sent me stuff for merchandise, and unless you unsent the message of a picture, like no, I went, I sent I, you one. Did you? Because mm-hmm. I went through and I tried to find it, and I couldn't find it. Cause did I respond to it? Yeah. Let me look real quick. I'm taking a selfie. Um. <clears throat> But, like, yeah, I, I just have been having, like, vivid dreams and just, like, very healing dreams where, like, things are just resolving themselves. In my, like, things that can't be resolved in the physical realm, like, in, the, in reality are being held within my dreams. For example, I'm just, like, cool with my dad now. I'm just, like, whatever. Like, yeah? he's about to die. Does he know that this is happening in your brain or what? We talk pretty regularly really and when I, by regularly i mean we talk like once every two weeks and we have like a nice conversation um like i'll catch him up with what's going on in my life what's going on in his we get like we have like deep conversations about certain things like stuff i like doing with my dad i've always been like my dad could be deep you know yeah um we had like a really cool conversation about pink floyd i know that sounds stupid but it's it does it's it's significant <laughs> for me and my dad and then um we'll just you know we just catch up randomly every holiday he's like happy new year happy this i love you um which is a big step you know um yeah and i think i just kind of came to the term terms with it where i'm just like i don't feel good being angry at him and i'm fine with this the, the relationship we have right now and he's gonna be gone soon so it's just like i'm just trying yeah. to find like inner peace and like really scrub 
the things I don't like about myself out. And yeah. my dreams have been very therapeutic in helping me get through that. Like, be vulnerable and sh- a shitty person within the dream to be like, wake up and be like, I don't want to be like that. So. That is so strange because I feel like my dreams have been doing that too. My Spencer was like, why are you so tired? And I haven't been like sick. I've been a little congested, but I think that's just like part of the process here. Cause um, mm-hmm. my brain has Killing been reorganizing and just like mm-hmm. cleaning out trash. I'm like, this is the most random combination of people. And we're doing the most random combination of things where it's very confusing. Mm-hmm. But in my dream, I realize I'm like, oh, I'm just processing so well and when i wake up i don't feel tired i feel like i got a good a good work yes done like i got good work done like yeah. i feel accomplished when i wake up in the morning or when i wake up in the afternoon <laughs> and <laughs> um i'm like yeah i've been very much enjoying my sleep because i feel like i've been healing myself through my sleep so wow. that's been nice and i also uh <laughs> i think my paxil's really working i started doubling about a month ago doubling up on it but I had the most bizarre orgasm last night. Do you want to hear about it? Okay, wait. So you you're off Paxil right now? No, I'm on it. I just doubled. oh okay. I doubled up about a month ago. <clears throat> month and a half. Sorry, <clears throat> I um got distracted. Then I coughed, and uh, I found the picture that I'm going to send you again. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. So you doubled the Paxil. The Paxil's been great. I've doubled the Paxil. It addresses you know anxiety, depression, and OCD specifically. And it's wow. interesting how it does, like, because I get so overwhelmed with my OCD that I just kind of, like, collapse on myself and nothing gets done. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, I'm looking at dirty laundry. I mean, I mean, clean laundry that needs to be put away, but, like, I just did this today. Like, I've been putting my laundry away. My room's pretty clean. Like, mm-hmm. I've been, like, I've been just kind of, <laughs> like, are, getting after it. We are it. living mirror lives and we <laughs> haven't even talked to each other. This is so... Okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah, I mean... So, I don't know. I feel like I'm just trying to, like, uh, get my house in order and figure my shit out. Like, like by my house, I mean, like, my my body and spirit. And, like, I have recognized that I've been, like, putting my body through a lot, you know. And I think I'm kind of coming to terms with the fact that I do need to address my physical self because my body's been carrying the weight, uh, literally and metaphorically, of all the trauma that I've endured throughout my whole entire life. And maybe I need to start taking care of my body. Uh, minute 18. <laughs> You're, I was like, oh, crying. she's crying already. <laughs> uh, it is so, like, like I said, you we've been mirroring each other's lives. I'm cleaning shit out of my basement. Mm-hmm. I'm cleaning out my house. I'm sending things away. I'm like you said healing from within and like trying to prioritize my peace and find my healing and move forward with a lot of the things that I've been feeling the last two years and my whole life obviously but um Mm -hmm. yeah our I mean we deserve better and I just cried because I thought back to like why we started this podcast and oh yeah it's been like a year huh no, yeah, yeah, it's been. And a we're year. like we're officially at the year mark. It feels like two years though. <laughs> Why? I think because the the um, I'm gonna. This is gross, but I'm an esthetician. I think it's like a pimple, where like 2020 made us our body realize the infection, and 2021 was like us relieving or healing that pr- the pressure, and then like this is gonna be our healing journey. Cool. 
season three topic is healing nice <laughs> but um <laughs> i think it's uh really cool and thank you for i didn't i mean i never knew i was going to be in this situation i thought i was going oh, to right. live under my facades for the rest of my life and uh you've helped yeah you seem like you're really change like... a lot I think over the holidays, you were, like, amping up the facade thing. You're like, fuck facades, fuck facades, fuck facades. You've been pushing the anti-facade thing, like, on social media. Like, that's where your power seems to be, where that was the aha moment where you're like, I do have a facade. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's kind of where we why we connect with people so much, is it's like, we're all kind of living this in one way or another, myself included. We're, li- we're living some sort of facade. I feel like mine's very faint. And yours is, yours is faint now, too. Like, I I just want to I wanted people to see me, not who. Yeah. I think and they I want, should see. Yes, I want people to authentically love me and and mm-hmm. see me. So if if you're gonna love me, please know all of me and love all of me. And if you don't like parts of me or it can't be in your life, then That's fuck cool. the facade of the relationship and go on exactly. in your own healing journey. Like ugh. Exactly. <clears throat> Speaking um, of healing, uh, y'all watch Encanto. I don't know That's that a is. no from you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have no uh, idea. <laughs> I was like, the uh... newest Disney movie came out on Disney Plus oh, on uh, just okay, listen yeah. on uh, <laughs> Christmas Eve, and it's blown up. Um, like one of the songs is on the no- the top one hundred. I think it's no, like there's number more five. than one because I was looking for that fucking Bruno Mars song the other yeah, day. Yeah, and we don't talk and... about Bruno. Came up. Yeah, I that twenty four carat. Oh no, dangerous no. man with the no. But I was going through like the top fifty billboards, uh-huh. and Encanto came up like four times. Yeah, it's crazy. The whole movie is about different characters play different parts about um the parts we play in trying to uphold like all of this family generational trauma, and mm-hmm. the whole the shit falls apart, and one of the characters has to. Um, recognize her gift is to heal and bring mm-hmm. everybody together and anyway there's just lots in it so um, it's the theme of this year is just let's heal and we're almost out of the pandemic anyway we're hoping I think that actually as part of it because it seems like everyone's gonna get this virus whether we want it or not that this mm-hmm. new variant mm-hmm. like I haven't gotten it and I feel like I work in the public and I feel like I've been exposed several times I mean I know that I'm a hermit but yeah, and I haven't careful. gotten it yet. I have not gotten it yet. It's been amazing because uh, I think another one of another group of my girlfriends sent me that that was just like, guess what? If you smoke weed, you're less likely to have COVID attack your healthy cells. Hmm. I, so, yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't, I don't, I don't remember the exact science <clears throat> behind it, but because uh, I was stoner. Because uh, you know what? Why remember things? Pluses and minuses, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. So I t- sort of told a story on my story yesterday. But uh, yesterday was Al- my nephew Al's birthday. And he's eight. And by the way, I don't understand kids' toys anymore. I'm officially <laughs> old. <laughs> I'm like, I, like, got off work early and um, go to Target. Because I don't go to Walmart. Fuck Walmart. And, uh... I'm in the toy section and I text Jake and I'm like, what the fuck do I get this kid? Like, what do I do? 
and he's like Legos, which Legos are expensive. expensive. <laughs> Everyone needs to back the fuck up <laughs> with Legos. Like Jake, Jake got a huge box of Legos from our neighbor. Uh, wow, Eric, our neighbor Eric when he was a kid. So we never had to really experience, and we had a sh- like he had a shit ton of Legos, and like I would play with his Legos too. Like I'm talking like a huge moving box full of Legos. Wow. And so, like, I never understood how expensive they were. And it shakes me to my core every time I go look. Because, like, yes. Legos were a huge part of my childhood. Huge part. Jake and Legos, I... that's a thing. But, um, <clears throat> so I go to the Nerf section. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll get him a gun. Like, he, his uh-huh. dad's a Republican, you know? <laughs> we're core country kids. That's what you get. <laughs> oh, this is, so... oh, my God. Yes. So, so I'm like, I'm going to give him a Nerf gun to Jake. And he's like, no, I'm getting him a BB gun. Don't get him a Nerf gun. Yeah, you can't upstage me in the gun department. Well, I mean, I wouldn't, obviously, but he's like, he's already getting a gun. And he's like, and he has plenty of those. And I'm like, I might have known because Jake had like an arsenal when he was eight. Uh, <laughs> and this is how old Alex just turned. So I roll up. I get out like three Fortnite figurines, which there's a whole toy. There's yes. a whole aisle dedicated to video game characters. Like, yes. And That's I'm strange. like. Well, like, I was talking to Jake about it, and I'm like, did we do this when we were kids? And he's like, I guess there was like Mario figurines and like. Polly Pockets. Yeah, but Polly Pockets wasn't a video game, was it? Oh, no, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Well, we had Tamagotchis. That was essentially a video game. Yeah, but, like, video game. Do we have Tamagotchi figurines, though? Oh, no. You're That's right. what I'm talking about. So, like, I bought Alf three Fortnite figurines <laughs> so he can play with them in the real world when he's not playing it. <laughs> and then, like, a Moonface moon t-shirt. But anyways, oh. I get there. I get there and, uh... So Jake's wife is Russian, and um, his mother-in-law watches the kids a lot. She's from um, she's from Ukraine, so they have certain like speech mannerisms. The kids that mm-hmm. I think are just they're so Eastern European and funny. So I walk in, <laughs> and Al goes, "Bobby, Bobby, you will never guess. Come, come, I'm <laughs> sorry, come." He's a babushka himself. <laughs> And I already know that he's got the BB gun. <laughs> come. He goes, my dad said I wasn't ready, but come. I just, I, I got to show you. Come. <laughs> okay. So. How fucking cute I is go that? And, I know. I know. I, and like, he had a Russian accent until he was like five or six. And he still, uh, he still says some things with an accent. And it's so funny. I'm obsessed with it. But, um, <laughs> like. So the the box, the BB gun box is on the kitchen table. Jake's sitting there. And Jake has like the perfect pilot quaff now because he can grow his hair out finally. <laughs> and he like gets up Ooh. and like does his, he does his hair first thing. Oh. I'm going back to the yearbooks, man. Well, I mean this. he he had epic hair in the yearbooks too. Um, but it was long black hair, not, you know, pilot brown hair. Uh so the BB gun's sitting on the table and it's open and then there's like the biggest page of instructions with the tiniest print i've ever fucking seen (laughs) and al's like i got a bb gun my dad said i wasn't ready but he got it for me and i was like i was like oh no way he goes yeah i want to come this morning he goes go do chores (laughs) she told him to go do chores and then he was like alex go into the go grab something out of like the the closet and he's like and then there it was and there was the guy. And he's like, but I have to read the instructions first before I can go out. So he's reading the instructions aloud. And I'm thinking as an eight-year-old how much torture 
to have to read. It's like two. Anyways, he sat there and tried to read it with me. I was there for like a half hour and I'm like, dude, I'm going to go so you can finish this and like get your BB gun going. But I was like to Jake, I was like, how many pumps does that thing have? And he's like, 10. And I was like, oh shit, Sophie's in for it, which is the, she's going to be two. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, uh, if he shoots her, I'll kick his ass. Like, he'll be dead. <laughs> and I was like, oh really? <laughs> giving him like the cold stare because i'm not gonna be like you shot me all the time because i don't want alex to hear me say that <laughs> but uh <laughs> I, was like, I was like uh she's gonna get shot and he's like no sh- it'll be done he knows he-, he knows his ass will be grass and alex was like i would never shoot my little sister and i'm like oh well <laughs> yeah he is quite a bit older than jake was to you so yeah, I guess there's a six-year difference. But like, I'm pretty sure Zach has shot me with either either or uh, a, a paintball gun or um, a BB gun. Maybe and. <laughs> <laughs> My brother had a BB gun and he never shot me. We what had you- <laughs> serious gun safety in our house. Well, okay, so my backyard was either it's, it's on a third of an acre mm-hmm. so and um, yeah like, we went half, like jackrabbit hunting like we got some distance with it no like half of it half of it is grass and the other half is just like a dirt uh a fenced in dirt thing so uh-huh. the fenced in dirt thing we would just we did like our under our underground house there <laughs> and uh <laughs> it was the kids yard <laughs> Yeah, and like my brother had a motorcycle. We did like a, a course back there. We used to do paintball courses back there and BB gun courses. So I'm not gonna sit here and say we didn't have BB gun wars. But we <laughs> did do that. But I remember Jake and I were walking uh through the yard one day. He shoots me in the he shoots me point blank. Like we're <gasps> side by side. And he shoots me in the wrist. Oh my and god. And I was like, ow. I was like, ow, what the ow, ow! And he was like, he convinced me that one of the neighborhood kids had done it. And we were under <gasps> attack, and he we, we made a whole afternoon out of it. By the end of the afternoon, I realized that it was just nothing. Jake, but like, J- yeah, I was like, "You shithead, <laughs> you shit." Oh my god, he was like, "I bet, I, get, I, I bet I can get away with this." Well, I mean, again, I was so gullible. I'm the baby sister. I'm still pretty gullible. He's like, supposed I to protect w- you. Hello. Well, I feel like he made me tough. You know, like if anyone would have shot me, he would have killed them. But like the shit out of you would make you tough. He was just doing that all the time, I guess. <laughs> well, we were out. Okay, first of all, we were probably out barefoot in the backyard. Like I stepped on a rusty nail at least once a summer, and it's funny too because I pulled, you know, on s- social media, and like all the country kids were like, "Yes, yes, yes." <laughs> I was the only kid who said no. I think you were the only country kid who said no for real, legitimately. But I guess it's not gun safety. But Jake said that too. He's like, "Uh, gun safety. Like, I want him to." And I'm like, "That's actually really smart. It's just so off-brand for our hillbilly asses to be like, yeah, let's read them instructions. <laughs> we know how this works. Fifty pumps. Well, and it's <laughs> it's supposed to the the pump thing's supposed to crack like that. Um, <laughs> No, but uh, I I just thought the whole thing was just like it it killed me. And Jake had like a machete when he was eight. He probably had like seven BB guns. But it was funny too. While I was reading the instructions, there are certain things where Jake's like, "Oh, we're not gonna worry about that," because it's like you gotta be sixteen plus. 
And Jake's like, well, we're, we're not going to worry about that. And it's like, you got to use this sort of ammunition. Well, we're not going <laughs> to. I'm just, I'm dying. I'm just there and I'm just dying. And I'm like, what a world. Because seriously, Jake was a hellion. He and I were sitting there like, <laughs> and you know, you know when you reminisce with your like siblings and there's yeah. kids in the room where you're like, oh shit, we shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, no, no. Like you're having a conversation, but you're filling in the blanks with like looks. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jake was telling me, he's probably going to kill me for telling this story, but whatever. Um, he well, got you, fired. you should know. <laughs> he, he got uh, he got fired from Pizza Hut. For, <laughs> he was a delivery driver for drinking on the job. Oh, my God. <laughs> but what I didn't realize, he told me this. He goes, uh, he goes, yeah, I used to deliver pizzas with, like, one piece gone because I'd eat it on the way over. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, if a delivery driver did that to me, I'd be so fucking pissed. I'm like calling the store so fucking fast. And, I, and I'm like, I'm like, you said everyone was cool. Like they'd be like, oh, it's so cool, man. Just come in and have a shot. I'm like, I, he's like, I'm like, I'm like, I think you would do that. He's like, I actually did have a delivery driver when he was single, and he would call her and be like, hey, would you stop at the liquor store and grab me some booze too while you before you come over? <laughs> but um, he worked at Richfield Pizza Hut. <laughs> and uh his you boss called... him that hard <laughs> yeah yeah like he he worked there for a while <laughs> and i'm pretty sure he was drinking the whole time he's a pilot now and he's fine he he's grew, fine he out of it. <laughs> well no i mean he's just really good at driving <laughs> just like me <laughs> there's those alvy kids they really know how to drink and drive um <laughs> he was like <laughs> He was like this one time. He's like, I knew I was in trouble. He's like, I sh-, he's like, I don't think I delivered the pizza or I didn't deliver them all. And then I got drunk with, or I tried to get drunk with him or something. And the, his boss called and was like, Jake, uh, I have to let you go. Like it was what, like she liked him. And he's like, oh, I wasn't gonna come in anyways. And she's like, okay, cool. <laughs> no worries. This is a mutual decision. <laughs> Anyway, he's a decorated uh, veteran. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> Officer in the military now. <laughs> you know, I think I never got shot by a BB gun, but um, Josh did make in like welding class or for Boy Scouts like a tomahawk out of metal. <laughs> and he Weld- tried welding to f- uh, welding class. He said one day he was like, "I'm gonna go be a mountain man," and he's got this like army duffel packed, and he's got mm-hmm. his hatchet. <laughs> And he's leaving. And I was like, you're not leaving this house. So we get in a scuffle in the basement where there's like just studded walls everywhere. And we're wrestling and I'm trying not to get like accidentally cut or have my head chopped off by this hatchet that he's got in his hand. (laughs) But I did wrestle it away from him. And he did leave, but without the backpack. So I knew he couldn't survive very long. And I... You're you're like, enjoy death, douche. (laughs) He'll come back. He's weak. (laughs) (laughs) and then i like hucked the um (laughs) the tomahawk into the next 60 acres or whatever is over there in the blm area so bureau of land management yeah the beer not the other one yeah anyway clips matter (laughs) they're both important i will say that Yeah, yeah um i prefer the be the Black Lives Matter over Pinecone cops, but <laughs> cool <I said> forest <laughs> ranger. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> um, 
So it's funny. In one of my lesbian alter egos, I am a forest ranger. So I feel like I have that alter ego too. <laughs> Where I, not maybe it's not a lesbian thing. It's just be me spinstering and just like being a ranger for Bryce. And I have like a long white hair. Yes, in like a low pony. <laughs> And then you're like, enjoy your day. Naturally. <laughs> and you flirt yeah, with all but of like, the guys. And really sun, sun skin, but like it's, I take care of it because I know that I'm out in the, in the elements. Yeah. Um. So it's oil as well. I'm happy for that journey for you. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's never going to happen. I don't like that source. <laughs> and let's not pretend like we're going to have an earth in 20 years. I mean. <laughs> Earth will exist. We will just absolutely not, not. You know how many plastic bags I use to throw my shit out of my house? How many what? Plastic bags? Yeah. Sorry, everybody. No, I mean there is no hope. There's just straight up no hope. <laughs> like half the planet is gonna have to die. Humanity is gonna like yeah. We're gonna need to like really scale back. I was uh, talking to one of my coworkers. Doesn't believe in climate change. Shocker. Uh, <laughs> And I was just like, look, man, I'm like, I've seen it with my own eyes. My family's in the oil industry. Like, I'm not going to have this conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, half the earth is going to be un- like half the-, the land is going to be underwater. He's like, well, we live in Utah. I'm like, so we're just going to have everyone on the planet live <laughs> in the few places where it's the elevation's high enough. I'm like, that's going to be hell, dude. Also, um, you know that like the Great Salt Lake, have you seen a comparison from like when we were born to now? It's teeny. It's kind of devastating. And I read last night, which is why I was on Zillow again, looking all over the country for my next house. Um, the lake can emit arsenic into the air. And so pretty much Salt Lake City is going to be like downwinders because of all arsenic in the, in the air. And nobody's doing anything to make Utah more sustainable. The governor doesn't give a fuck about uh-uh. people like coming in or whatever. And I guess, I mean, go where you want. This is all stolen land anyway, but um, it's devastating to look at the side-by-side pictures of the lake and how we're just all fucked. Yeah. It takes you like over an hour to get to the, when you park to like get to the shoreline. Now it used to only take like 20 <clears throat> minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, it's whatever. I mean, the Earth will fight back. We don't stand a fucking chance, and we have nowhere no. to go. So, and when it happens, it's we fine. will have earned it. We've earned it. Yeah, I ain't scared. Nah, <coughs> but I'm not gonna say it doesn't exist either. But I actually have come to that realization that most people are just terrified, and that's why they go into these delusions. You yeah, know? denial. Yeah. yeah, so it's just like, like he's a he's a guy. He's got a, a family, and like I'm sure the thought of climate change and like school shooters and stuff is hard to think about so he just doesn't i actually was standing at work and one of my tables was like yeah uh my nephew yeah he was at the school when that when that shooting happened it was just it was just crazy terrible wow but they're so they're so wearing their old navy like star spangled banner t-shirt they're so desensitized to the fact that their child could have been murdered it's just something they have to deal with yeah yeah it's like it's like head lice or something which is wild. What a country. What a great place We're doing to be. great. We're doing great. It was nice in California when everybody was masked and, like, wanted to be masked. Whereas, like, here, people were, like, fighting the mask mandate again. Um, I, I think here it's just, like, we're... 
like everyone i think everyone's i don't even think anyone's fighting anymore like i don't fight anyone and i actually that's gonna be the thing that pushes like there's no everyone's lost the fight and mm-hmm. the people who want to fight like the instigators who are like i'm not it's just like whatever do what the fuck whatever the fuck you want yeah. i don't care like just if you want to be a selfish prick go ahead do it this says utah has third highest third highest average daily covid case rate in the u.s that was 10 Shock. hours ago fun thanks i know right uh you know what sometimes i mean i do think that we had a lot of like precautions before but this variant is very contagious and sometimes it's not even i mean it doesn't reflect on your morality whether you're a good person or a bad person if you get covid anymore because it's just that prevalent and Mm -hmm. contagious so right yeah there was like the week after christmas like almost everyone i knew was like I just tested, I just tested positive. I just mm-hmm. tested positive. Like, you know, I was just like, shit. Yeah. So we I've stopped going everywhere because children under five have an uptake in hospitalizations. And I'm like, you know what? I would just rather not. Yeah. It's not worth it. Well, I'm watching Sophie tomorrow because she's got like the sniffles and uh, daycare won't take any, any sick kids, any of them. And I'm like, that's good. It should always be like that. I think. Yes. <laughs> like, hello. Like, no, stay home. Yeah, and, like, you if you're have- handling food, maybe you shouldn't be sick while you're handling food. Like, we need to have systems in place where it's, like, all right, stay home. You know, we don't want you coughing all over the f- the kids or the food or whatever. Yep. Instead of being, like, well, you'll figure it out. Yeah. It'll be fine. Just, do you ever, did you ever, like, memorize that poem on the primary nursery door where, at church, where it's, like, Mary had a little lamb, or Mary had a little cough blah 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 her mom brought her to the nursery and then it got everybody sick please don't do this type of thing that rhymed so well <clears throat> i'm a poet <laughs> poetry is my passion <laughs> anyway it's a big uh, problem no i know like people use the church as babysitters for like mm-hmm. a break for two hours on sunday and it's like probably shouldn't come to church if you're sick Probably shouldn't have a kid if you need a break that bad. Having a child is a big responsibility, people. Learn it. Love it. Lead also, it. Also, don't bring your sick kid to just like that's just not nice. Right. I agree 100%. Um, oh, so I got to tell you about this orgasm I had, okay? Oh, yeah. How did we get off on that tangent? I don't know. It amazes so, me every time. I know, right? <laughs> So I'm on Paxil and um, I masturbate for me. Like, I think it's like f- for self-care, you know? Yes. Sometimes Everybody, I masturbate because masturbate I'm horny. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I masturbate because I'm horny. Sometimes I masturbate because I'm like, I need I need a stress reliever. Yeah. And sometimes up. I masturbate so that I'm like, you know, I think what's preventing me from going to sleep. Oh, yep. 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 <laughs> I do that too. Yep. Mm-hmm. When I'm like, oh, like tossy turny. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so yesterday was just one of those like self-care days nice so i pulled the old porn machine and i'm like it's gonna like <laughs> i feel like it's gonna take me forever because like i'm aware of the paxel i'm aware that i'm on paxel so it's you know i have to be like more ahead in the game <laughs> anyways i had an orgasm super quick nice um but like here's what the, here's the orgasm i had it was the physical response so the orgasm where you like shudder, mm-hmm. you know, more moisture, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all that. Like I like came, right? Yeah. 
I don't, I didn't feel any of it. What? Like, I didn't feel like that nerve ending tingle through your body. I just had all the, phys- like, the physical responses without that, the feeling. Wasn't, isn't that weird? What? Yeah, I and I was imagine like. imagine this. Yeah, I know. I didn't even think it was, like, possible. But, like. Did you Google it? No. I know it's because of my, I know it's because of my depression pills. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I've never had that before in my life. I was like, so I cannot strange. wait to tell Kendra about that. Yeah, and, like, I, like, got done, and I, like, went up to pee and, like, washed my hands and stuff, and I was just, like, I was, like, looking at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? What the hell was that? <laughs> like, because I was completely, I was completely <laughs> serviced, and, 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 like, I was, like, cool, mission com- complete, but, like, not really. No, the buzz is the best part. Yeah, but, like, that was what's weird is, like, my body was, like, okay, yeah, it just happened. But my brain was, like, I wasn't there for any of that. It was very strange. It was, like, so weird. That so is I'm, weird. Like, yeah. One time yeah. I masturbated so hard in my car that uh, <laughs> my <laughs> feet went numb. And I was, like, that's yes! scary. I'm stopping. <laughs> Were you driving? No. What time? Parked. Okay, what I drove from Cali to Panguitch to Panguitch to Salt Lake, and then I was driving back from Salt Lake to Panguitch, all in like the span of like twenty four hours. And <laughs> oh, I was you were falling... doing a drug run, I see. <laughs> no, no, no. I was hanging out with my homies, and then I got back to Panguitch, and then my sister was like, "We're all going to dinner in Salt Lake. All the siblings, you should come." And I was like, "Fine, fuck it, whatever." Didn't even go to sleep. I was like, and I just plowed up Salt Lake, and then I was like, "I guess I could stay in Salt Lake, or I could drive to like th- the four hours back to Panguitch to sleep in my own bed." Mm-hmm. So I did that, but I was. <laughs> like an hour away from pain which i was going down like i was going down i was like i can't like so i masturbated to stay awake <laughs> that is so like, genius i know it was fucking like because it's, it's a kind of a challenge so it took yeah. me a little bit longer to get there it, like, it it's like it's occupying your brain it's mentally yeah. stimulating <laughs> and i'm just on the freeway and i think it was like three o'clock in the morning and i was just like cool let's just do it like let's just fucking like it was fine and yeah so that's a story. This is another story of how I'm an unsafe driver. <laughs> there goes another Alvy. <laughs> Bad out of hell. At least she's reading the instructions while she's driving about her BB gun. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Someone told me I'm very aggressive about race. What do you think about that? Aggressive about race? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I, re- I noticed when you met Q, you were like, a lot of your comments were like trying to show that you were not a racist despite your appearance. So I feel like maybe if that's the basis of that, but I don't think you're racially based otherwise. Oh, yeah, except for was... the bar incident where you asked that girls like, what are you? And they were offended. But like, I don't think asking people what their ethnicity from and appreciating that is racism, but I'm a half white person. So I don't know. Yeah, no, I think it was good awareness. It was a, it's a first generation uh, Mexican girl told me this um, that I work with. She's hmm. like, she's like, you like are super like, and I thought about it. And I think what it is, like, I joke about the whole, like, no one ever does my genealogy and stuff. I must have mm-hmm. Nazis in the, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have any culture, really. Like, mm-hmm. my culture is very, my mom's generation, my grandma's generation. and that's kind of where it stops there's nothing like you don't have any like stories where you come from 
Yeah, and I feel like that is a huge part of the Mormon culture. Yeah. And I feel like it's a huge part of everyone's culture. So, like, yeah. I feel like my culture is very shallow where it's like, well, my family's all artistic. My gr- grandparents have a trucking company. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> you know, it's not like. We're from I'm Bryce. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, it's somehow like, ended up there. Yeah, like I don't even know anything. So, and I also feel like um because well, we ha- we there's a Navajo guy that works at uh at, at my job too. Oh yeah. And he and I were talking about we we were talking about Navajo Nation and uh I was uh she's like you were like super excited about that. And I was like, "Well, I grew up in a neighborhood that was like half Navajos. Like I truly feel at home yes. with the Navajo people." And she's like, yeah, but people aren't just what race they are. And I'm like, I totally agree with that. Sure. But I'm like, like culture exists when people like Navajo Nation is a specific uh-huh. culture of indigenous Americans. Well, and being a first generation American is a culture too. Yes. Like, I live with Lisa, who's also a first generation American. And I've employed plenty of Mexicans who had to come over the border. And it's a very the stories are always like fucking terrible and triumphant and all this shit. (laughs) And I don't know, like I understand where everyone's coming from. And I understand where, first of all, when I was talking to Q, I was and the bar thing. I was drunk both times. Oh yeah. (laughs) Probably on the Coke, but it's also like, I told my coworker, I was like, well, race is a huge topic in this country right now. And And also I think maybe I'm not like that because people don't assume that I'm just white. They're like, well, curly hair, check. Uh, Irregular features, Utah features, check. She must be something. (laughs) So maybe that's why I don't ever think to say it myself. But if I were in your shoes, I'd be like, just so you know, I'm cool. Well, I don't even, I mean, I get that because I have been being told my whole life that being blonde hair, blue eyed, big tit is the American dream. And that's a racist comment. Because the American dream is everything, you know? So I am trying not to be a certain way for sure. But I also feel like because I was only raised around white Mormons and Mexicans and uh, Navajos, like, I feel like I do miss out on culture. And I think culture is so important. And I like other people's cultures. I feel like I should Mm -hmm. just become an anthropologist, honestly. Because, like... Why not? I am... I don't know, but I am so interested in culture, but I told her, what I told her, I was like, race is such a hot topic right now. And everyone, I feel I'm like, I feel like we live in a racist country and I'm like, and I would rather get to know and appreciate other races and cultures instead of furthering the like, fear yeah, tactic or whatever. Yeah. So like, <laughs> what'd she say to that? She was just like, she was like, I don't, she's like, I didn't know you at first. She's like, I don't think she's like, I don't think you have bad intentions. She's like, it was just aggressive at first. And I was like, well, uh, okay, that's, I mean, it's something I just need to work on, you know? So, but like, I agree with that. I feel like I do have to be like, uh, yeah, I'm not well, a racist put, person. Put, have her be in your shoes and find out like, it really sucks being perceived as somebody who is stereotypically like, like me. Well, right. And like, I mean, look, being everyone automatically assuming you're dumb because you're blonde mm-hmm. yeah that's not as hard as the black struggle for christ's no. sake <laughs> you know i use it to my advantage I can, it's advantageous a lot of times when i'm being stupid i can just play it off uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like you know like even like the blue eyed thing like these are it can get fetishized you know yeah. what i mean it yeah. has been fetishized like 
So I, there are things like I get it, but it's also like, I want to understand everybody's struggle because, because I'm a blonde haired, blue eyed, white girl. Like I need to know, like, that's how we're going to solve these problems. Yeah. And you know me, I'm more on the street than anything. I'm not like a, (laughs) (laughs) I've actually decided that I'm very lucky that we didn't have cable in the house. Like my mom was insane when she cut the free cable line. (laughs) But like, I feel like so many people have this need to constantly be watching the news and I never have had that need. So like I get my information from others. You know, like I'll read a newspaper or whatever, or like an article, but I don't sit and watch 24 hour news cycles. Like and so many people, that's just, it's always on in their life. Yes. <laughs> and I don't get that. So I, yeah. I don't know, but you think I, I, I mean, I need to work on it. I need to like, I need to tone it down no. and not be, no, I do. I really you, do. I mean, mm-mm. you received feedback. Is that what you want to do with that feedback? I mean, <laughs> here's how I see it. Me and this chick have since had several cool conversations yeah and she doesn't she doesn't think i'm weird i mean she thinks i'm weird but she's not like is this like a extremist you know what i mean i think you have very good intentions behind the things that you do and if people are going to write you off as coming in too hot on the race thing and they don't take the time to get to know you let them think that you're a racist whatever the fuck The, the people that know you will stand up for you if they ever come into question so no, I mean, I agree with that. And, like, she and I are cool now. And then, like, yeah. Hugh, I mean, we obviously know he hit me up. <laughs> he continued yeah, to hit me up. Yes, he did. But I did, you know, send him some explicit pictures. It's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, no, I mean, like, I need – I don't know. I, I feel like to pretend like there's not racial uh, awkwardness in this country right now is would be the dumbest thing I could ever do. Yeah. So, like – I honestly like it's a facade thing, right? To pretend like there is, aren't racial tensions, so I just address it head it's on. It's the same like, thing as like, like I don't see color. What do you yeah. want me to do? Ignore that you have a rich and diverse ethnic background that I would like to know more about. Mm-hmm. Like I thought you were anti-racism, and this is how we bring it down, right? Right. And like the other day, she's like, "Do you want some of my soup?" And I'm like, "Is it Mexican soup?" Because there's like a certain kind of Mexican stew where it's like chicken parts and um. Pozole. It's like what, uh, yeah, and it's like what they make when you're sick, and then you squeeze a lime on it. Yeah, I love that. Stuff. And she's like, she was like, no, and I was like, oh, then I don't want any. <laughs> and I think like I think she's like starting to learn. Like, I thought she was like, I'm like, is it Mexican? And I think she was like, thought I was being racist in that. Where it's like, I don't want a new Mexican shit. But when she's like, no, and I was like, oh, well then, no, I don't want any. <laughs> uh, no, I don't want your. I can make my own. Chicken I don't want soup. your American <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, so like. Like, if it would have been that, I've never turned that soup down in my 20 so years of the restaurant good. industry. Like, because they always, like, back of house always makes it. Like, yeah. Because it's, like, it's, like, on, like, well, the cold days. Make, like, make lunch. <laughs> they bring you that with some limes and some tortillas. Mm. And it's, like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> mm, so good. So, like, and I think with um other cultures, too, like, I, especially with Navajo Nation, I feel like I a year ago I thought I knew so much that I and now a, a year a year later I'm like I didn't know that much I, I yeah. there's so much for me left to learn that I do want to be open and I do love learning about different cultures and it is it is kind of hard <laughs> when you look like a fucking Hitler's wet dream I do I look like like I I'm, I'm what Hitler described as the perfect specimen yeah what is stupid about that is it took a lot of different things to get me you know yeah I'm not I'm not just purely white but uh. I 
yeah, I guess I kind of have like, I think I do have like a complex about that. Because I am very proud of the way I look, mm-hmm. but I also understand that there has been a lot of superiority to this certain look throughout the ages. Yep. That I don't want to like push. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I think I, I like mentioned that. this, but like on Shameless, did you ever watch Shameless? I've tried a couple times. It's definitely on my list because everyone in that's great. Can you? Okay, because I can't watch it because I get I try to get into it and I'm it's like triggering. It's very the triggering. dysfunction is too fucking uh, real. Yep. I'm like no, nope, nope. I've been yeah. in that position. Nope. I cannot watch this. I <laughs> anyway, really, that's that's me with Breaking Bad too. I'm like it's I can't. I know. It's, I'm triggered. I can't. I've, I can't handle it. I've stopped pushing you on it, but it is. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, the man and the woman, white man, black girl. They were black woman they were um you know in love fucking whatever i don't remember don't ask me anything about it um but he said something like i can we can we make tomorrow people and or something like that and Mm -hmm. she said tomorrow people and he's like yeah the people of tomorrow because like you we we have all broken down our racial barriers and just loved who we love you know right so well and that's that's honestly like that's what i I feel like with everything I do, I don't know. I'm such a fucking dreamer. I must be. <laughs> I'm. I seem like I seem like an asshole, but I really am striving for this society where we're like open. Yeah. And if it's like, hey, you yep. hurt me, you can tell someone, hey, you hurt me, and it's not like. And so I have, to, like, I have to. I have to unpack that before I can address the fact that I hurt you. Yeah, we can you know have like mean? emotionally intelligent conversations between people that like. I'm hurt by this and they take accountability. They work with you to maintain the relationship by figuring something out, you know? Right. And it's like, I want to, I want to celebrate our similarities and our differences. And I love learning. I mean, like I love to learn and like it, as an adult who working in the restaurant industry, mm-hmm. uh, that an industry I've been in for 20 years, there's not a lot for me to learn right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to have to learn from the people around me. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and race is a huge thing right now. Like, I mean, I'm apologetic for making people uncomfortable, I guess. But ultimately, I guess not because I don't know. But like, I've been, I've been told on more than one occasion that I'm too aggressive when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. But I also just feel like. But they're not on your level if either. Not, if not now, if not now, when though? When? You know? Let's just do this already. Let's just do the, let's do the damn thing. God damn. Yeah. And I'd rather have them like have come out with like, I, like even her being able to be like, yo, you're too aggressive about it. And me not reacting in a negative way. I'm happy that that exchange happened for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she can continue to be like, yo, you're out of line or whatever. She yeah. told me I was out of line. She just told me I was aggressive. Yeah. But you know, these things snowball. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> you don't want it to build up in a negative way. You want to build that foundation so that like, if you are out of line, she can well and for other well and like for other people too to be like okay i had this like when you have conversations and you build you know like a foundation like you said where it's like i can stand on this strong foundation because i've had easier conversations i can go build up to the harder ones Mm -hmm. with whomever you know what i mean not just me specifically uh i reminded me of a tweet that i saw today that said gentle reminder that dr keen would have much preferred we do the work he was speaking of over quoting it once a year right so i feel that's very topical is like we're trying to 
fight for this like better world let's just do it already i need to uh do more research on this right before i hopped on i saw just like a little snippet that said the fbi hacked like they were like tapped everything mlk was doing and strongly suggested him like tried to get him to kill himself really (laughs) yeah well did you share no my friend um ashley shared this thing that she saw a study i'm gonna pull it up real quick because it's right here Uh about uh opinion polls from the 1960s uh from 1961 do you approve or disapprove of what the freedom writers are doing uh and this is all white respondents only Uh 22% approve 61% disapprove 18% no opinion uh, do you think sit-ins at lunch counters, freedom buses, and other demonstrations by, and I'm quoting the article, Negroes, will hurt or help the Negro chances of being integrated in the South? 28% said help. 57% said hurt. Um, and all in all, do you feel like the demonstrations by Negroes on civil rights have helped more or hurt more in the advancement of Negro rights? 15% helps. 85% hurts. So, um, I mean, not to bring up Mad Men, but I do every, every episode. Uh, they cover this in a very white person, white world sort of way where, uh, like he's at lunch with, or he's at dinner with his friend and her, her niece. And she's, she's like, I agree with their message, but someone has to go to class. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, yeah, they're free to like not go to like, cause they were skipping class. Hmm. And she's like, I, she's like, yeah, they're. I'm, I'm happy with their message, but I'm gonna go to still, and I'm not gonna thwart, thwart my education. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then like other people, like they just casually mention it in parties and stuff, where they're just like, um, like they agree, but it's just causing more problems, so they should just hush up, sort of thing. It's like, I love that's not, this that's part. not how you make change. <clears throat> this was like 60 years ago. I love this part where we are exposing the shit out of the shitty people that mm-hmm. raised us. Right. <laughs> Is that what I'm saying? Just like people really truly acted like this. Like Mad Men was not doing that to be like, we want to be historically accurate and we actually have these like opinions. They were doing it mm-hmm. to point out how fucked up it was. Well, and like they like, I like too when they let you do some of the walking. I love when art's done that way yes it's not too descriptive like here here let me put it right in front of your face yeah like because sometimes like the first time i watched it i was like what are they talking about and then i was like oh my god they're talking about fucking like alabama and shit montgomery yes. yes yeah love it um but yeah like it's uh maybe we need to reframe that too instead of being like look how shitty you were we should say look how advanced we have like we, look how look far, how far we've, we've come, come. yeah yes, i wanted to say that but then i got negative no, I mean, I get it. I, the, and a lot of people that... have grown with it. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And the fact of the matter is, is, um, like, they are a part of it, you know, whether, you know, by hook or by crook, they're part of it. They're, they're the ones heckling the black chick, the first black chick going to school. Mm-hmm. They're the one, you know, but they, no matter what, they were part of the world that we're, where we're at now where we're saying no more. And they can, they're allowed to be proud of to be a part of that world, you know? Yeah. No matter how they got us there. <laughs> Have you watched uh, Remember the Titans recently? No, not since, like, 
shop class. Still good. <laughs> I, I believe it. <laughs> I, I like. I feel like I like had to help hold back tears, and that's back in my era of not crying. <laughs> You're like, I don't cry. I was watching this a reel, really but it's really just a TikTok, you know, like Instagram's rip yeah. off of the TikTok. Oh my God, Spencer uh, showed me a TikTok or a reel today, and I was like, I literally saw that exactly a year ago. Like, reels needs to catch the fuck up, or I'm gonna go ham on some of these people. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go ham. Um, it was uh, signs you had a traumatic childhood, uh-huh. and it was like four different things, and I was like, I've done all of those. Yes, uh, except for the except for the uh, being. Uh, a physical perfectionist. I guess I have with my skin, but never with like my exercise routine. <laughs> it manifests in different ways. Yeah, that's true. Somebody said like you got TikTok and then you got diagnosed with trauma and ADHD, neurodivergence, and bisexuality. What else is new? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, honestly, like part of me wonders if that's the trend right now is to be mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> but then the other part of me is like, how could you not be? In yes. This, we're all fucked up. This... It's all valid. Well, and like, it. There's pending doom. It's January 17th and it feels like springtime outside. I didn't yes! work all day today. I said that to Spence. I was like, I love spring weather. And he's like, it's literally January. <laughs> yeah. Remember when it was like, Couldn't we're tell staying me. in, we're staying in and wa- binge watching the first four seasons of Game of Thrones for the next month yeah. because it's January. Do we not? Re- that was like, <laughs> it's like three years that ago. That was not long ago. Jesus. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no dude, like it's right up in our faces. And, like, uh, I work with a girl who's from Hawaii, and uh, she was like, the air quality here is really bad. I just feel sick all the time. Mm-hmm. She's like, And she's like, and I got tested and stuff. She's like, I don't have corona. I'm like, it's the air quality. It's literally up. the air. Yep. Yeah. Every <laughs> I'm like, time I'm sick, I'm like, oh, look outside. I can't see the fucking mountains. Well, it's like, if there's a gap between the top of the mountain and the fucking city, <laughs> and it's not clouds, it's, not. it's like, brown. <laughs> it's just, like suddenly there's mountains in the sky no that's smog like the shittiest and they're first of all these are the most beautiful mountains there are and then the inversion makes it look like just like a scummy like a painting that was once beautiful that like sat in the dirt for yes it's got grime it's got your grandma's nicotine all over it (laughs) all over it your grandma's been smoking next to this painting for the past 60 years uh spencer said because we had all of those smokes or this the smoke from all of the california fires this summer and then the mountains finally fucking cleared and now we have smog and it's like what's the point of having these mountains if we don't even see them honestly too and like the fact that the legislators just pretend like it's not happening Mm -hmm. and it's like open up your fucking window Mm -hmm. to your right you have the fucking oil refinery that's pretty much downtown (laughs) and then you you could barely see the mountains because of all the fucking smog you can barely see the smokestack at the fucking great salt lake that's causing the pollution how come you couldn't put this in the fucking basin next to nevada instead of like right here where all the people are right good one brigham when you planned out this whole city the mormons always praise you for how wide you made the street so you could u-turn an ox cart but you can't prevent pollution good one good one way to not see pollution coming brigham you fucking what a prophet you were (laughs) let's not prophesy let's not shit on the mormons (laughs) today (laughs) 
So I went up to uh, the For the cemetery. record, the Mormons are pissing me off lately, so remind me to tell you about it. Well, let's talk about that real quick. Uh, BYU um, got pissed about the... I saw something that pissed me off the other day, and I can't remember what it was, plus uh, the dreams. <laughs> yes. I don't know what's real and what's not. So last year, you know how Jeffrey Holland said, like, we need to load our muskets against the gays or whatever like that's the sentiment uh-huh. of the talk and people protested by lighting the y with the rainbow colors uh-huh. well byu said it will press charges against anybody who um protests at the y and press charges against anybody who protests um uh the teachings of the church or the leaders of the church on uh, byu grounds which that's their right that's their right but mm-hmm. um what the fuck, Progmos? Like, are you progressive? Are you Mormon? Are you going to stand behind these people and let them do this shit? Or are you going to fess up and say, you know what? I'm on the side of righteousness now and not the side. I'm not going to defend this bullshit church anymore. I, uh, I say mazel to the uh, Mormons tightening their grasp because that's just making people slide out through their fingers squeeze out through their fingers so many people are just gonna bell you know someone actually said to me the other day uh isn't the mormon church the number like one of the biggest religions and no. i said no they just like to compare themselves with the catholics <laughs> whenever they can <laughs> yes there's been in the story they're telling the tale that they want to tell well i mean seriously go for it mormons mormon church do what you got to do because there will be Everyone has a shelf, and eventually that shelf will break. Every single week, they're putting something on that shelf. Yeah. You know? That's just the bottom line. It just is what it is. So, like, I uh, I don't even get mad at this shit anymore. I'm just like, send it. Do your thing. Like, yeah. if keep, keep being exactly what you were when I left. Mm-hmm. You know they're not they're not changing their color. They're, in fact, they're just showing they're 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 stripping their facade as well. Where they're just like, this is who we are. You know, I saw I saw a book being published about the the polygamous wives of Joseph Smith. They're mm-hmm. actually Bezra book publishing twenty years ago or fifteen years ago when we were in church. No, Joseph Smith never had any any more than wives than Emma. He was faithful. Now they're publishing books. From uh, defending Joseph's choice to manipulate his way into a marriage with a 14-year-old. And the church is going to defend it. Well, I mean, mazel. Again, I say, do do you show us your true colors, baby? I can't wait to see him because guess what? I saw him a long time ago and I was like, I'm out. What were you going to say? Because I'm done with the Mormons now. That's all I want to say. Um, no, I think I think it's 100% appropriate to be worked up about this. But I, I'm just excited more than anything now. I used to, <laughs> the shit, this shit used to light me up. But I was just like, oh, just kidding. More people fall away every time they do this. Yeah, it's like true. the fact that Kendra Clark is not a Mormon anymore. <laughs> Guys, come follow me. Kendra did say. <laughs> uh, I'll put a leash on her, guys. Okay, well. <laughs> We'll make sure she doesn't do that prophet shit again. Uh, I am a no, Leo. <laughs> I was thinking about that today. How you're a Leo. You're such a Leo. Because <laughs> we're both we're both these like 
magnificent, glorious beasts. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm a Taurus and you're a Leo. The very headstrong, prideful <laughs> people. But we're yeah, chill. But you, we're chill. You, defi- you definitely strut. You're, you're more of a strutter. The, 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 the lion is more of a strutter than the, the bull. I see. I see. <laughs> I'm just like, here are my gigantic balls. You I'm, can see them, right? I'm the engine where the brakes were equally powerful. It's a struggle. <laughs> No, we're we're equally we're, we're equally powerful. We just express ourselves in different ways. It's funny. Um, no, I went to uh, the cemetery next to the college. Um, there were so many. What college? The U. The U. Right, right, right next to the stadium, across the street from the stadium. So kind of right, right by Fort Douglas, where we're gonna go and experience ghosts. When is that happening? I don't way? know. I need to call her. I'm going to text her right now. Keep telling your story. Every every once in a while, I think about it and I get like giddy. <laughs> it's cute. Ah! Like it'll just it'll just cross my mind randomly throughout the day, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait. I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> so are we going to like separate? I I am not going by myself anywhere. No way. Too brown for that. Oh, that's fair. I'm like again the whitest person you know. So I'm like, what up, demons? <laughs> I'm like an abandoned house by myself. Sure, <laughs> don't tell anyone where I'm at. A confirmed haunting site. Like yes, <laughs> lick the ground. Look, I'll pee anywhere. I don't care. I'm wearing depends. I honestly thought about that. I'm like, maybe we should just for like funny sake, but like for real. <laughs> we weigh the pad before and after. <laughs> There's like if we got like portable mics, like uh, there's just like it's just like half the podcast bathroom breaks. <laughs> oh my god, I love this. So uh, I was up at the cemetery next to the stadium, and it's way more classy than I mean. Don't get me wrong, Avenue Cemetery has a place in my heart, but I was noticing that um, the words. Like the the headstones are very grand, but it just says the last name and that's it, or something like it's very grand. And so like, or there'll be like one that's like the last name Harold, and then there'll be a bunch of like actual in the ground uh, headstones with of the whole Harold family, you know? Yes. Anyway, I was like, so many, so many <laughs> headstones had. The masonry symbol on them, yes, and a pentagram on them. Really, the women had pentagrams and the men had masonry. What? Yeah. Are there penta- Are they LDS or are they pentagram? Pentagram. Pentagram has something to do with LDS. There's the pentagram in one of the church buildings downtown. I think it's on the Salt Lake Temple. It's the building next to it. It's in it's in Temple Square. Hmm. And there's also a Star of David in that on that building too. Yeah. But they all have like symbolism or something. Yeah, the Nauvoo Temple has an upside down stars on it. Well, I mean Interesting. So m- maybe all of the upside down stars in spray paint are Mormon related. And not we're just we're just preaching the gospel, yo. We're just we're just preaching the gospel with these human sacrifices in the woods. Listen, I'd rather be a hum- I'd rather be a fourteen year old sacrifice than a fourteen year old bride. <laughs> <laughs> there I said it. Ding ding ding. ding the ding. upside down um, symbol, whatever, 
is on the Logan, Salt Lake, and Nauvoo temples. What does it mean? Um, the symbol was hijacked in modern times by a French Catholic deacon. Uh, it was involved in magic and the occult. Um, changed the name to Hebrew and became... Oh, fuck it. Listen, don't even quote me on shit that I am just now looking up. Um, I'm trying to... Okay, is this a Mormon? No. Yes. Why? Hmm. I can't tell. Can't read fast enough. Oh, I have a perhaps second showing with the boy. We're supposed to hang out this week. What? Yeah, but I think I'm just going to casually forget that it's happening. <laughs> I saw a bastard TikTok. Like I don't know if I sent it to you, but it was like this girl that's famous. And uh-huh. she's like, do you go on dates? Do boys ask you out or whatever? Yeah, they do. I just don't go on the dates. And I was like, <laughs> that's you. <laughs> it's me. And then I sit alone and I'm sad. Like, like, why I'm am I so single? lonely? <laughs> do you go on dates? Yeah. Not really. Well, I was talking to my boss about my job that I like. I like both my jobs, but like my boss <laughs> that I'm friends with um, for my main job. <laughs> and I was like, I'm obsessed with Tom Cruise right now. I don't know if anyone noticed, but uh, <laughs> I was like, wasn't Rosie O'Donnell obsessed with Tom Cruise before she came out as a lesbian? <laughs> and she's like, no, really, Bob, this is a safe place. If you need to come out, you can come out. And I'm like, I'm not gay. <laughs> I have plenty of safe spaces. <laughs> But, like, honestly, I mean, Rosie knew she was gay before she came out publicly, for God's sake. Yeah, listen, but I think I've it's funny. known I was gay for a long time. Yeah, and I feel like I would know. So, like, <laughs> but I think it's so funny that all my friends are like, she's going to come out one day. So many, like, everyone's just, like, open to the opportunity. Like, they're like, yep, it's going to happen. And I think everyone's vying to be the person that I come out to. Oh, yeah. Everybody's <laughs> like, please come out to me. Just tell me if you like titties or not. <laughs> Well, I mean, how cool would that make you feel if I w- if you were the one that I came out to? I would like want the first to, person. I would want it to be on the podcast so that everyone knows at the same time. You would know first. We edit these podcasts first. <laughs> I want it to be on a live show. <coughs> on You're Temple like, so Square. I can technically learn so I can technically learn first, but also we're all learning together. Yes. Yeah. That way Shit. nobody wins and everyone you wins. You said you had a surprise. I want to hear it. Tell me now. <laughs> No, I'm just saying that the topic is a surprise if we run out of things to talk about. Have we run out of things to talk about? No. Because I haven't I even know. talked about Queer Eye yet. <laughs> well, in that case, fuck. <laughs> Sorry. On another note, though, I was watching uh, Netflix Explained Political Correctness. Uh-huh. And here's some of the notes I wrote. Okay. Uh, just I just learned how some... Th- Learn some things about how this political correctness came to be through the news and media and how racial and LGBTQ people perceive this and receive this um, and how we grow as people. Um, So if you wanted to learn about that, it's a really good episode. It's 20 minutes on Netflix explained political correctness. But um, so Queer Eye 6 dropped over the break and... (laughs) I'm so goddamn happy that I married Spencer and that he uh-huh. is a progressive person uh-huh. and that I'm able to be authentically loved and accepted and celebrated 
and I'm watching this gay ass shit, enjoying it and laughing about it instead of pretending that it makes me uncomfortable. Right. Because if I had married anybody else, I feel like I would have had to hear like secondhand how much the person I was with would hate it and therefore like hate the authentic me. Right, right. No, that's that's true. And if you could think about like from a societal standpoint, like when the original Queer Eye, which I was obsessed with, came out in like 2000 or whatever, mm-hmm. 99, mm-hmm. that was so yes. progressive. That was like progressive. So we've come so far in 20 years. I'm and still I, like, heard, I mean, like we've really come a long way. I heard shit about that with from my grandpa. Like, like, oh, yeah. Everyone was like, oh, and like Will and Grace. Like, yes, I had to secretly watch Will and Grace. Grace is hilarious. I love it. Um, I, I, the, so like there's the predator meme where it's, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and, uh, the other guy. Why can't I think of his name? Carl Withers, uh, and their muscle, you know, you know, you know the meme, right? I'm looking it up right now. It's like arm and arm and it's like two things combining and then on their face. Oh, yes. So it says calling something gay and one arm is, uh, immature straight dudes. And the other one is the entire LGBTQ community. <laughs> yes. <laughs> About calling just anything gay. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you're not supposed to just call it gay unless you're gay. And then you can be like, or no, or no, call or calling things, calling so using the word fag, and that's what it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Since you're not gay, you can't use that word. I'm an ally, or I'm a straight white male. No. <laughs> Remember last week we worked on this? You consider yourself asexual, which is on the LGBTQIA. Oh, that's right. That's so true. you are that's one true. of us eventually. I can have I can have a full body orgasm without having the sensation, folks. I am asexual. There it is. <laughs> She's now come out to all of you. I'm asexual with a hit, you know there's of heterosexuality. So it's like a gray sexual type thing. It's a very light gray. I did identify as asexual. Uh, it's there's this subset of uh, asexuality, and they kind of categorize it with like how you feel romantically versus how you feel sexually. And I categorized myself as a biromantic demisexual, meaning I fall in love with whoever, uh-huh. and if I have a close connection with you, I feel comfortable having sex with you and can feel sexual arousal but only in specific situations and that's an asexuality so i identified as asexual before i came out as bi i definitely um can be sexually aroused and stuff and but sometimes i feel like i just have sex because you're supposed to yes yeah like i'm just like "Uh well i mean i am like attracted to you and i do like whatever i like it sure but it's just like i don't know there's not like like, an engine behind it well i mean but there is though too because like when i'm getting laid regularly i'm like let's do the sex regularly i like to have like regular sex yeah me too but i don't know i don't know something about it feels mechanical yeah and you know so, what I else know. I was thinking about I last probably just night. haven't found the right boy. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or girl or, or they. Girl. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Something I was thinking about last night is like, I wish I could. I was raised in a society where 
women were instruments for husbands to have pleasure and receive pleasure and to make babies. Uh-huh. And so in a way I was conditioned to never say no. Another part of that is that my um, uncle cheated on my aunt and I was very confused as to, as to like what eternal marriage meant and what oh. that was about because like all of these people around and demonizing me, sex, right? Yes. But also he cheated on her because he didn't feel like she wanted enough sex. And so I thought, the way to prevent somebody cheating on you is to never say no. Right. But sometimes I'm tired of saying yes. And sometimes it's not even that I don't like the sex. It's that I am tired and I rarely feel like I want to go to bed without spending an hour on my phone. And uh-huh. I just want to go to bed. But now you're revved up. And so <sighs> once you rev me up, then I'll be like, well, I guess I'll stay up till 1 a.m. now. Like, so there's just all of these factors or like I had a rough day with the kid and I don't feel sexy. So like, there's just like, right. I never feel like I can say no, but I've been saying no, but then that makes me feel guilty. Did I, I mean, this is the whole thing. Right. And like Spencer for sure isn't like pushing anything. Right? No, <clears throat> no, absolutely no, not. Right. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. But like, um, uh, by the way, you, you titled this season one episode two and I, I'm a little bit stony brooked and I'm like having like, Vietnam flashbacks <laughs> that were in season one only on episode two. I just, I'm high, by the way. And I just like, I got to title it something. Hurry quick. So you want to hear some funny coincidence? Yes, I do. Uh, by now you've already heard Julie and Sam's podcast, uh, Fireside. But uh, Julie's little sister hit me up like day before yesterday. And she's <gasps> like, hey, She's like, I have been binging your podcast. She's like, I love you so much. She's like, I knew shit was going on. I didn't know it was that bad. She's like, I always loved you. She's like, I was I was tight with Jake and Zach more than you, but I've always loved you. And it's funny because I feel like I was tighter with her older sisters mm-hmm. than I was with her. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, totally. But like, I've all I loved the whole family. And uh, I was like, we just interviewed your sister and your cousin. And she's like, oh, shut up. So <clears throat> thank you, Haley, hey, for listening. Hey, thanks for listening. <laughs> So many people have been like, what's up? I've been waiting patiently for your next episode. Yeah, Shannon. I love how Shannon has us in a group chat. Well, also, Brooke this morning on Instagram tagged us and was like, hey, I have not I have to listen to another podcast because I'm patiently waiting for the, is this the place to come back? Maybe we should release next week. We should do like three episodes this week and release next week. Yeah. Just start. Really, I guess it's time. We're hibernating. I'm enjoying the hibernation. I feel like a bear. Also, like, I haven't been anxious to set it out. Like, I know we're going to set it out, and I know it's going to be good. And well, and like, separation makes the heart grow fonder too, right? <laughs> yeah, let's rev up these. Like this, uh, like this is a drug. Let's right? re- let's rev these motherfuckers up, and we'll stay up till let's one. Let's put them through withdrawal, <laughs> and then little snacky snack. Here you go. <laughs> How you like snack, this? Snack, little snack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels cool. Yeah. You make me feel cool, and yeah. I, I obviously need help in that department. <laughs> I don't. And I'm the Leo. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Is like I don't, I don't need to let. It, I just already know. I'm, I'm what's cool to be cool. So much. <laughs> can you, you look at the? Can you look at the Instagram that I sent you? 
yell. Oh, I just got another text. I've missed you so much. From who? Uh, Alicia. Thanks for texting me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This is, uh, yeah. Okay. This is, okay. So I didn't dream this. No. Do you like it? Here's the thing. Here's what, here was going to be my response. I don't personally like it, but I think that's why it's good that we have it. Okay. Because I was thinking if she hates it, let's just put both versions out. I agree with you. I think that's a good thing because I think a lot of people will, will like that design. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's more feminine and my, my look's more masculine. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, that's actually why this podcast works is because you and I are yin and yang. You know, like we have a lot yes. in common, but we also have like, you know. You know what I want to do? It, I want to go to that psychic on 7200 South. I'm down. Yeah. Together. There's one uh, on 33rd too, I think. Really? Let's go to both. <laughs> Same day at double fist the psychologist or whatever <laughs> double fist <laughs> i'm so down to do that like i've always wanted to go to a psychic just to see what it's like yeah palm um, reading astrology <laughs> i just watched that uh law and order svu episode where martin shorts the uh psychic <laughs> martin shorts like the best thing ever when he plays when he plays straight though like i'm just like <laughs> Best Martin Short uh, Clipper, role. period. Oh, really? Clipper. Yeah, he's so fucking. Fu- that movie is so fucking funny. I love him. I love him as Frank. In <laughs> Frank Tell Honk, <laughs> <laughs> Father of the Part Part One and Two. Yeah, no, he's him and Steve Martin together are amazing. Yeah, he's also in Prince of Egypt, by the way. What is he? Hotep and Hoy are are Steve Martin and Martin Short. Like the Ramses, oh. like weirdos. Anyway, we'll talk about it on the Easter I... episode. <clears throat> oh fuck! Easter's around the corner. <laughs> Get your crosses ready. <laughs> Sharpen those nails. Get some ashes. <laughs> um. Uh, so nine inch nails. It's named after the Nels used on Jesus, right? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Sorry. We're not on the same level. Well, my brother says, uh, <laughs> back when we were talking, I'm like, hey, happy Easter. What are you doing? He's like, listening to, li- listening to Rotting Christ as is tradition. <laughs> that's a that's a metal band, Rotting Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, this, I'm like, this family's going to hell. <laughs> I love it so much. I love it too. Like honestly, if God doesn't have my sense of humor, I'd be like, dude, what? I I'm your masterpiece. I actually uh I wanted to do an episode on Easter about not religious Easter traditions for those. I of fucking us love Easter. I love away. like the little yeah. I love the little holidays like Valentine's Day is coming up and I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. Um so think get to thinking to work. work it out. What were we talking about before we went on this tangent? I don't fucking remember. I never know. Um, Wild ride. You need to tell me the fucking surprise. Okay, here's the surprise. Ready? I can't stop thinking about it. Today, we're going to play... Oh, God. Canadians, yes or no? What is that? Okay, this is the game. Do not look it up. This is going to be your raw, real reaction. I'm going to mention some famous Canadians, and you're going to tell me yes or no. Okay? 
I can't believe you actually put this together. I <laughs> am so excited. And then we're All just right, going to talk about it. them. We can just talk as long as we want about each one of these these people, okay? Why Canada today? I don't know. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> okay, okay, number one, Celine Dion. <sighs> no. No. Okay, but what about some of her songs? Do you like any of her songs? For nostalgia's sake, yes. Like driving around Richfield when it's raining, running errands, and it's on the radio. Yeah. When you touch me like this. Yes. But I understand that she's a very talented singer. I think she has very bad energy. Okay. I don't like her style at all. Fair. Go off on her energy a little bit. Because what are you picking up from her? I can't even describe it but every time i see her i'm like i know that i'd want to stab her in the chest because like she reminds me of my she reminds me of my old stepmom marie hi marie you dumb bitch um who's just kind of like likes to be the center of attention mm-hmm. and um will do anything to acquire that even if it's just acting strange i guess okay but also like i don't know i, I can't even like but like owning it and being like i don't know i just don't, i just don't like i guess it's her her cockiness because i'm not about anything she does so i'm like i'm not sure why you're being cocky you're not doing it for me at all yeah you know what i mean okay so it's all coming back to me now is having a huge moment and an almost annoyingly long moment on tiktok right now like please stop let's yeah, move like- on to the next trend <laughs> but um my heart will go on what do you think titanic pretty iconic I mean, uh, I remember like Fisher Todd and Aaron. They, put I in... loved Fisher Todd and Aaron. Yeah, and Ob would listen to them every morning, and her room was right next to the only bathroom in the house, so we heard Fisher Todd and Aaron every morning getting ready. <laughs> and they they put uh, like they inserted clips from the movie into that song, and also uh, Secret Garden. The she'll drive you to the from Jerry Maguire. Oh yeah, yeah. They put, uh, shut up, just shut up, you had me at hello. So I remember listening to that, and, like, it's nostalgic, <laughs> for sure. But I'm never like, put on my heart, we'll go on, I'm, I'm getting all soaked <laughs> for that flute. What about the one that was like, I'm the one who wants to love you more. That one? Or, all by myself. That's a I'll buy my don't that's it's that's a cover, isn't it? Oh yeah, you're right. It is a cover. What yeah. about And the original is amazing. I love the original of All By Myself. Alright, me too. Okay, so fair. <laughs> okay, so review of Celine Dion, Canadian, yes or no? No, it's a no for me, it's dog. It's a no for me, dog. Cool. And it's a yes for you, right? <laughs> I it does she doesn't bother me. I don't want to go to her concert. Yeah, like the fact that like people are like she has a residency at Vegas. She has for like the past 10 years. Don't get that at all. I don't understand how people are seeing Celine Dion that much. Right. Like, I just don't understand how she's still relevant. Yeah. She's got for sure a talented voice. Yes. But she's just not my style. Okay. <laughs> Let's do, uh, what about Sandra O, oh, the actress? From like Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. I, no opinion. No opinion. Yeah, we don't need to go over her. Okay, here's a controversial one. The Biebs, Justin Bieber. Um, yes. I 
was scared to say yes as well, but you've given me confidence. <laughs> um, I wasn't scared to say yes. I was just thoughtful because at the beginning, I thought, I mean, I don't like his music or anything, but I think being a teenage teen idol mm-hmm. is hard work. And mm-hmm. of course he did a few missteps. Every teenager does. Mm-hmm. Every young adult does. Uh, I have no beefs with the beeps. Yes. Okay, so you and I have something so similar, I feel like, is where we really care about the person behind the work. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I like, I love, I, he's not my type. Cool. No, he's not my, he's not my jam at all, but it's like, I, I'm not gonna be like, fuck Justin Bieber. It's like, he's like, what, 27? Yeah. And I've known about, I've known about him for like 10 to 15, 10 to 15 years. Yes. I couldn't. T- I couldn't name one of his songs. I but like love a lot of his. Uh, I'm not gonna say a lot. I love the songs that he's put out that have become popular. I love mm-hmm. "Baby, Baby, Baby." Oh, ba- whatever. And the uh, reason why I know I know the beat of that song is because Howard Stern made fun of it for like he has like <laughs> he has like a, a snippet of someone singing a perverted version of it as is Howard Stern's way. <laughs> Uh, I love Under the Mistletoe, the Christmas song that came out like the year I came home from my mission. And I love Despacito, even though he was an asshole at his concert about it. I still love Despacito. And I love, um, is it too late now to say sorry? I've watched that music video one million times. I've learned the dance to it. And I love the person, whoever you are out there who compiled all of the words from Barack Obama's speeches over time into that song and made a song out of it. <laughs> yes, I love you for that too, person. Even though I have no, I didn't, I'm gonna you, send you a link. It's gonna after be... baby, baby. I haven't, I haven't known one song you were talking about. <laughs> so, but I also, I think, I think that his story is fun too, where it's like some professional yes! person was just surfing YouTube. Like, yes, who doesn't Usher? Isn't that Usher's isn't, found? I feel like Bieber. that. I know Usher found him. And I feel like that right there is more of the American dream than anything. I understand that he's Canadian, but like, yeah, anybody can be anything. That's the American dream to me. So I love it. I don't, I mean, I, I think if you would have asked me that like four years ago, I'd be like, fuck Bieber. But now I'm just like, he's a kid. Your twenties are hard. Your teenage years are hard. Whatever. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he can, he can live. I'll let him. I'll allow it. <laughs> so Justin Bieber is a yes. Cool. Uh-huh. Okay. Justin Bieber's a yes. Celine Dion's a no. Fair. <laughs> All of it's fair. You heard it here, folks. Uh, okay. So don't know who that person is. Keanu Reeves. Yes is a person, no is an actor. Yes! <laughs> we should be on, like, Love Connection or some shit. <laughs> because, like, I think the reason why he's in, like, did you watch the new Matrix yet? No, and I don't really want to. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's mm. so. I mean, I watched it on your HBO, so don't even worry about it. It's already been watched. <laughs> Great. Now they think I like it. <laughs> it took me three tries to get through it. Like I had to keep stopping and like starting. But like, I think the reason why Keanu keeps getting roles is because everyone loves him, not because he's a good actor. Yes, he's but a genuinely I think cool human. I think it's very okay for uh, an attractive person who's had a lot of heartache who just show omits kindness. I think that's good for the world to have. So rock on, Keanu. Yes, you can keep being in movies. I'll just probably stop going to them. A very big yes. Everybody loves John Wick too, and I'm like, I don't need to watch another man movie. Like, I haven't seen it, but like, 
everyone tells me I need to. And like Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula is one of my favorite movies. He's not very good in it, but like Gary Oldman is Dracula. Forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Next one. Dwayne Johnson. He was not born in Canada, but he, uh, his dad was born in Nova Scotia and moved to Toronto as a, as a teen. So due to technicality, he's technically a Canadian. The Rock? Like Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Yeah. Yeah, I've been saying he was going to be a star since the 90s. Um, he's, again, not my cup of tea, but I think his positivity and shit is great and should be continue on and throughout the world. Yes. Here's what I like about him. I like that when he is in a fan encounter, he is genuinely a really chill dude and really nice. And I also like that he knows that he's like what who he is and that he's yes. a big deal. Like, have you seen him like roll up and be like, oh, hey, is that The Rock? And everyone's yes. like, oh, my God. Like, yes. <laughs> like, I love that shit. Like, he's genuinely enthused to be alive. Yes. Yeah. And he has I like, Frenchies. I can't understand it, but I'm into it. Yeah. He has Frenchies, <laughs> which is cool. And uh, he's Maui in Moana, which is a really good movie. Otherwise, I really, I could take him or leave him. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say there's any, like, memorable roles. He's been in a lot of, he's been in franchises that I like. I like the first Fast and Furious. I obviously love The Mummy. Um, Yeah. The Mummy, the Scorpion King soundtrack was in heavy rotation when I was a teenager. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I like him, but I think maybe my problem is I'm not attracted to him, and everybody that I know who loves him is also attracted to him. I was attracted to him back in the day. He kind of looks like Brick Simpson to me. Do you know who that is? Like Seth Simpson's older brother? Seth Duvall's older older brother? No, don't know. Everyone was obsessed with Brick, and I knew him my whole life, so I was like, whatever, because him and Zach were really good friends. But um, (laughs) I... Yeah, I just always liked him. Zach, one of Zach's, uh, like, his main squeeze in high school, her name's Kelly, she really liked him, too, mm. when he was a wrestler. And so she and I would, like, bond over that. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, I'm just, I think he's 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 good enough. Good, yeah. good, good on you, The Rock. Get, keep doing your thing. Cool. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. How about Drake? Listen, Degrassi the next Degrassi the next generation for life. Okay. okay. First of all, you'll always be Aubrey to me, Drake. Uh I think he's a total douchebag, but I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> like Drake the type of N-word to condition his eyebrows is <laughs> one of the funniest memes I've ever seen in my life. Like, I have it saved on my phone and I just look at every time I see it, I just die laughing because I'm like, he really is. <laughs> and like every time he comes out with new shit i'm always like there's always a few that i'm like yep i'm into it i'm into it like i get down with drake with his with his music and shit and i would always bump it when i was a boss to like get my employees amped yes so. uh yes but with like a big old douchebag next to it <laughs> yes but nah but yeah drake songs i have two songs that i like i think I like oh I guess I like one dance but that's like popular. He did the YOLO song. I thought he did something else. I like Know Yourself. Uh what's that one like? Uh, <laughs> she said do you love me? I told her only partly. I only love my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 yeah. dubs coming in me. And then uh I was running through the six <laughs> with my woes. <laughs> And then also, uh, God's Plan. Oh, wait, no, that's God's Plan. Uh, you know what? I do like a lot of his songs. 
every time they come up, I'm like, this is a good song. And I'm like, oh, it's Drake. Yeah. Makes sense. And like, I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. He guest stars on that one. And I love that too. <laughs> like, there's just some songs like, uh, like Suze. Uh, when I first met her, she was in college. And I, for some reason, always went to her house parties because I was the 28 year old at a college house. Party. Yes. That was me. <laughs> And there was just some, like, bangers, like, that I just got into when he was kind of having his moment when she was in college. And then I lived with a younger chick, and she loved Drake. And we would always just, like, cruise and get high and go to the park and just bump it. Yeah! So, okay. like, I have, good, I have good memories with Drake. And then, again, Degrassi. Like, yeah. Jamie Bergen and I were obsessed with Degrassi. <laughs> and he was the handicapped kid in, in Degrassi. He's Aubrey. Nice. <laughs> That's his real name. His, and his real name is my sister's name. So. Oh, I thought you were like, it's Aubrey. And I was like, that's the low blow. We need to be past this. <laughs> no, no, no. His name's Aubrey and he was in a wheelchair. Okay. So, uh, did you watch Pretty Little Liars? No. Neither did I. Thank you. Thank God. <laughs> uh, Got a secret. Can you keep <laughs> Here's one. Ryan Gosling. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yes! If anyone says no, they're wrong. You're He's, wrong! You're wrong! He, okay, first of all, he picks really interesting movies. And yes! He's cool playing up his heartthrob factor. And yes! He, he also is, like, goofy, and I love that. Yes! So, yes, 100% yes. He does the shoulder shimmy in Remember the Titans in the locker room. Oh, yeah, and he's, enough. like, sunny. <laughs> He's Sunny, right? That's his name? Sunshine or whatever? No, he's not Sunshine, but he's like... Anyway, he's adjacent to Sunshine, where he's like... Anyway, <laughs> he's, he's such a adjacent. goofy. He's goofy, goofy. And then um, The Notebook, which came out when we were in high school, so... Well, like, Drive. Oh, Drive is, is so fucking good. I mean, I haven't seen it, but, like, everyone's... <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. I, it's crazy that I know. I know. Don't Listen, at me. I know. Don't at me at any details about Drive, but I remember... Like, I have this mental list in my head that's like, this is a good movie and it just stays. Oh my god, do you remember The Ringer with Jono, Johnny Knox, Johnny... Knoxville? Yeah. yeah. Where that um uh Down Syndrome person is like, ask me a movie, any movie. That's a good movie. That's fucking me. <laughs> that's fucking me. <laughs> I'm always like, I have this Rolodex. If it's good, I just keep it in the Rolodex, and I'm like, oh, I no, can't. I know yeah, I it's like, like I can't tell you shit, but yeah, it's <laughs> great. And like crazy, crazy, stupid love. He's so. Great oh my god, movie. that's one of my favorite movies. I yeah, love. No, that's, that's really like I was on the fence with him, and then I saw that movie in theater when it came out, and I was like, yes, yep, yes. no more fence for me. Oh Ryan Gosling's god. in. He's in my pocket. The way he loves Emma Stone, and he's so complimentary. The way that to her. he, the way that he loves Steve Carell. Yes. Oh my god. When they when he giggles. <laughs> After the cop says, keep it in the family, and he giggles, and Steve Carell says, I will kill you. <laughs> like, best scene <laughs> well, no, of all just time. Like, just the way that he, like, tough loves him, and he's like, you're better. Like, he helps him out. Yes. He didn't need to do that. It's a fucking good like, movie. And Steve Carell needed that, and it's just like, and then, like, of course he loved him like that, and of course he yes. loved Emma. Like, that's, that's you yes. know, like, it's of course. it's his son and his daughter. <laughs> and his mentor. Yes. All in one. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I love um, that he never has once said "Hey, girl," but he has this whole meme about him that says "Hey, girl," <laughs> like "Hey, girl, you should brush your teeth" or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love and like. There's a cereal eating one too. Oh uh, yeah! Oh my yeah. god! Did you know that guy died? 
Yeah, he passed and, away. And Ryan Gosling said something about it. Ryan Gosling died. Ryan Gosling ate a spoon of cereal. Oh. In response. That's so cute. What a fucking good guy. Uh, yeah, no. This is why the internet's good. Yes, I love the internet. <laughs> it's my favorite place. Okay, who's next? No, wait. I have to tell you one more thing. Okay. Ryan Gosling used to be Mormon. Uh-huh. I know this because, I don't know if you know this, I served a mission, and one of my <laughs> friend missionary friends who was there with me was from Toronto and said he was in my stake, but he's not really a Mormon anymore, but he was in my stake. So, yeah, I've read was that, uh, that elder trying to pick up on me? Probably because we shared a milkshake one day, but otherwise, probably not. Oh my god, Probably the true. fact that you've shared a milkshake. I'm always like, you can get your own, I'll pay for it. Um, <laughs> no, he shared it with me. I didn't want to get one. But then he was like, you should have some of this. And I was like, okay. So then we like ate back oh, and yeah, forth. Oh yeah, he was, he was trying to get it in. Well, he was hot. Dropping the, dropping that Rygos, uh line too. You know, He was he's hot, but what was his hard. name? I don't remember. So. I don't know. Okay, who's next? Next. He obviously wasn't hot enough. Here's what we're talking about today. Pamela Anderson. Uh, I like Pamela Anderson. Born in British Columbia. You don't like Pamela Anderson. I'm. No, I'm asking. I think she's hot. Obviously, I'm in favor of Pamela Anderson. But you were saying that, like, you're the stereotypical sexy, big boobed, blonde haired white woman. And I wondered about this exact person on my list. Well, it's see that's actually I'm glad you brought that up because um, you're right. She did all that stuff. But what I when I think about her, when I think about Marilyn Monroe, what I like about them is not their look. It's that the person you know, behind it. Again. Yeah, yeah, it's that like Marilyn Monroe was a trailblazer for civil like civil rights and women and equality all the shit. And yeah, <clears throat> Pamela Anderson. I mean, she seems like a genuinely kind person. She's also like the epitome of '90s culture in mm-hmm, my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, she's the 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And, you know, like, she had, like, the first sex tape with Tommy Lee. Yep. And, Prolific um, throughout you know, she pop was culture. Wild. She has, yeah, she has hepatitis. She has kids that she cares a lot about. Like, she's living her life. And I am down with that prospect. Nice. Cool. Pam Anderson's great. I was worried. I was genuinely worried. You thought I was going to be, like, anti-feminist about it? I just thought that maybe you would l- not like her because of the position that you're in. Based on no, I think I think it's I think it's really a bummer that... And by the way, she's a terrible actress. You're, I think it's a bummer that she's she... She's reduced to her looks instead of all the great She's reduced to her things. looks. Yeah. But, like, instead of being, like, she's just a dumb blonde. Like, she, I mean, she is dumb. And she's not, like, a great actress. But she's... You know, she, she cares about animals. She cares about people. You know, she's entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like she's yeah. on, ha- she was on Howard all the time in the nineties. She was on everything. She was everywhere in the nineties. So like when I think about Pamela Anderson, I it's I have like an endearing thought about her. Cause she's like, she's like white trash, just like me, you know? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I can hang. I love white trash. Like I can do it. Next person. language. Next person is The Weeknd. Uh, yeah, for sure. The Weeknd. I know nothing about him, but all I need to know is blinding lights and I'm there. Yep same exact same i'm like cool music bro shouldn't have done yeah. plastic surgery because i liked your original look but 
I'm not telling people what to do that. with their bodies. So I'm not. I don't see like I know very little about him. But like when a week when a song by the weekend comes on, I'm like fuck yeah. And he's again when I was going through finding that Bruno Mars song, he's got a lot on the top fifty Billboard right now. So good yeah. for you, man. Yeah. Everyone seems to agree. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> Seth Rogen. I fucking love Seth Rogen. Fuck yes, Seth Rogen. <laughs> Have you read his book yet? No. No. But do I read? Also, no. So it's unfair. It's unfair of you to ask that of me. <laughs> I'm going to have to get, come get it back from you with the next time I want to read it. Because I was just like, oh, I want to read his book again. It's a good book. Read it if you haven't read it. Um, it's called Kendrick Yearbook. Read. I'm going to read but it. No, I love his I love his story. Uh, was a 14-year-old comic. That's so cool. Like Drew Laundry, uh, one of my buddies, who said he wants to come on the podcast. So we're going to have another... Yes, more comic on the we pod. He lives really in LA now. Need, oh my god, we really need him on. <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, they have like parallel stories with doing the comedy thing, but like, yeah, I love, I just love because I got to see it with my brother. I love when someone knows what they want to do and they just fucking go. Yes, I love that. Yes, and he's good at it, and you know he's very like I was watching the Forty Year Old Virgin the other day and super bad and i was like yes this would be so pro- this would be so problematic if it came out right now but it didn't it came out and it was perfect for the times mm-hmm. and he's truly progressed yeah he's truly he's truly grown and progressed and he showed a fucking live birth on knocked up which yep. i thought was super pro- i mean i i don't Bad like that movie, but i thought it was so progressive yes so okay so tell me Mazel. about uh have you his funniest movies what do you what would you say like top five or whatever three or whatever. my favorite sex scene of all time is in uh zach, zach and mary zach and mary make a porno yeah i got hot um, during that i was like yes okay. <laughs> well and it's also like really a sweet scene too yes and it's like and you know that they're coming because i mean i have i have a i have male friends that i've known my whole life and like how it's just like very i just love that whole sex scene but um that one's great but it's kevin smith so of course uh 40 year old virgin i don't care it's funny mm-hmm. uh <laughs> i don't know what else i'm blanking what are what, what okay what about so you? i looked up some because i'm like i have to remember i i get him confused with the other guy because i'm an asshole um but i really loved even though james franco's in it the interview pretty funny neighbors with zach efron and then J- dave franco i think is in that very yeah. funny one and two but um i loved the American Pickle. Oh, <laughs> I started watching that. It was it is really funny. good. It is like Pineapple Express, dude. Oh yeah, Pineapple Fucking Express. Pineapple Express. Here's how I know Seth Rogen's good. I thought I would watch his movies and laugh till I was crying. Yes, when I didn't smoke weed. Every and single that... <laughs> movie is so funny. Like uh, that one, Pineapple Express is so fucking. It's just so funny. It's just like so crazy funny. I've watched that movie Uh-oh. twice. While high, I don't remember a thing about it. I have watched it high, but I remember it because I watched it for the first time when I was sober. <laughs> 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 but no, I think he's just um, a lot of like most of his shit's pretty good. So I mean, I can't really pick one out of the crowd. I loved the end of the world one. Is this the end? Is this the end? Because the Baxter Boys show up in the end. <laughs> oh my god! I just love that movie, <laughs> all of it entirely. But I love it. 
But American Pickle was really good. It's on HBO Max, and it is a kind of it was good for me because it's like about how you connect with your history, and uh-huh. uh, there was a lot yeah. of humor in it too. So, um, I also just think like Super Bad's a really fucking funny movie. <laughs> And he wrote it. It's a, you know, he wrote it. So, uh, oh Jonah Hill's him. A hundred percent. Oh, Jonah Hill is the other one. A hundred percent of the time when I turn Spencer on in text message or like I say, like I paid my bill or I started my period and you're not the father or whatever. Uh-huh. He <laughs> sends me that super bad gif that says, I got a boner. <laughs> Honestly, like. That's, I, I feel like I love Superbad too because Seth Rogen's only a couple years older than us, um, so he kind of knew like he yes. was right. It was nice that he was writing movies at the age that he was yeah. because it was right in line with us. So it was very nostalgic, like because like that Superbad. Like I feel like I've had a night like that in high school, yes. you know, yes. where it's just pure chaos constantly, like minus the alcohol, but it's like <laughs> could have got arrested. We were out like, in the Lions Park too long. <laughs> well, Jamie, I was talking to Jamie, and she's like, "Remember when we uh, you impersonated a police officer? And we pulled over that car." Oh my god, Bobby! I was, I was like, yeah, I will never forget the anger on that woman's face. <laughs> never. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> to go into some small town shit on another episode <laughs> who's the next canadian canadian i don't know if you're gonna like this one michael sarah i love michael sarah really yeah did you watch molly's game no he plays the biggest asshole in molly's game and i think it turned it for me well good he can act because usually he just plays himself <laughs> <laughs> do you like uh scott pilgrim yeah, me and Draven, my I nephew Draven, who just, he broke his wrist on Sunday. Yeah. Oh my god, I saw that and I was like, you better check on your nephew. Oh god. Draven, well, I'm sorry, the, buddy. I walked into the house and Lisa was like, Draven broke his wrist. And then <laughs> I, went over to Al, like, I went over to Al's and I was like, did you hear that Draven broke his wrist? He's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so guy. I texted him, I was like, I heard you broke your wrist, tell me It everything. was his texting arm, too. I know, I asked him that. I was like, that's too bad. But I mean, I broke but I broke my right wrist. He has to get surgery. I didn't have to get surgery. Oh, but... poor guy. What was he doing? Was he rollerblading? He was uh, scootering and Hazel stopped and he wasn't paying attention. And I think he avoided her, but he just crashed. And oh, just... my God. Oh, poor So it was guy. a noble effort. <laughs> He's fine. Breaking bones is part of life. We'll come sign um, your cast. Well, he they they just put a white cast on like Penguich. So freaking yeah. Garfield County, please invest in some colored casts. Yeah. But I told him that too. I was like, I was like, yeah, I got mine there too, and it was white. I'm like, but it wasn't when I got it taken off. I'm like, I think it was orange. Ew. I painted it. I, no, I mean like I painted it. Regularly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. <laughs> like you can. I'm like, I was like, that's that. called slime mold, and you should look at that. <laughs> well, I accidentally dumped like half of a thing of like <gasps> not set Jello down my cast like a week after I got it. Oh my, and my god. My sister convinced me that ants were going to, like, there was going to be mold in my cast when they took it off. So I was panicking. And I just, like, my anxiety went to high gear. Like, I thought about it. I, like, laid awake at night and thought about the doctor taking this off and it just being mold. So I ripped my cast off. (gasps) (laughs) And then what? You got a new one, I guess. I know. I did it. My mom was like, I'm not going to take you to get a new cast. Like, 
no, like I'm just not doing it. So um, I took the stuffing out and then lined it with a sock and just put it back on. But it was really convenient because I could take it off the shower. Oh, I see. The thing (laughs) you're not supposed to do. (laughs) I saw the doctor. Well, my arm was so weak when I took it off. I was like, holy shit. So I like just held it against my body while Mm -hmm. I like rigged a new cast. (laughs) See, I'm a hillbilly. This is why me and Pamela Anderson agree. And then when I went to the doctor, he's like, all right, I'm taking off your cast. And I'm like, no need. And I just pulled it off. And I'm like, we good? <laughs> Listen, he's like, he, looked at me, he looked at me like, you're insane. I was like, well, yes, I am. It's true. <laughs> you know what I need? I need a resource online for like children of the corn. You know, like you should be going to the doctor for specific things, but you don't know what because you grew up in a town that was like, uh, walk it off. <laughs> Like walking off town. Which what is the threshold? <laughs> what should I be concerned about? What what uh warrants an, an instacare situation? And what warrants an right. emergency room? Because I have no fucking clue and I've walked off a lot of shit and I'm like <laughs> people aren't in pain all the time. I don't know. Right, no, that's really it, because like we just don't go to the doctor. Yeah. We just don't. We just don't. Anyway, next Canadian. <laughs> uh Michael Sarah. There that was him. Uh Avril Lavigne. Oh, yeah. No. I know. But she has a new song out. With Travis Barker. Uh, I don't know who that is. I imagine Bob Barker. So It's the drummer of Blink-182. Oh, he's that's right. Engaged. He's engaged to Kourtney Kardashian. Those Kardashians, man. Listen, you brought up Avril Lavigne. So this is where we find ourselves, okay? <laughs> we agree. Again, I was talking to Jamie again. <laughs> the other night and she's like been listening to your podcast uh you said <laughs> i was like a punk a pop punk poser and i'm like i said it with love yeah i'm like i was like you were the avril lavigne poser not not me and you she's liked like, a reliant k don't no even. she she liked reliant k i yeah, didn't that's I what did i'm not. saying to jamie you oh. liked reliant k it's okay but i was like said with love though yeah, like i'm like i love, love you girl i love her dearly yeah but I, I no no to Avril Lavigne. I think uh, she set forth a lot of bad trends, both fashionably and musically. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I will still tag you every time I hear "Skater Boy" in a restaurant. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> you did <laughs> like that, you. and I was like, oh, I I see you're not paying attention. Well, I mean, sometimes I'm like at my job and I can't listen, <laughs> so it's just like, oh, she's thinking about me. Nice, and you're like, do this to it. So I was like. Okay, I'll go to the bathroom <laughs> and listen. <laughs> uh, Jim Carrey. Uh, I like Jim Carrey. I don't like a lot of his stances. Uh, like he's anti-vax, which I'm not obviously not into, but sure. he can do what he wants. But yeah, no, I like Jim Carrey. I think um, his early work, I wasn't like a huge. I don't like his physical comedy too much. It like makes me. It gives me a headache. Yes. But his serious roles, like The Truman Show, Eternal Spot, Sunshine and Spotless Mind, um, you know, even like when he gets emotional and liar, liar, like yes, he he can take it there. So, yes, and I and I think he's very thoughtful, and he's a painter now. So very yes, yes much to, yes agree, to Jim Carrey. Very much agree. The most cartoon I can take him is The Grinch. Anything else more con- like The Mask, Ace Ventura, all of that stuff, I can't do. Mm-hmm. That's gonna get us some haters. I think that's fine. <laughs> Rachel McAdams. Of course. Yes. She's yes. so adorable. Love She's her. so cute. Love her a lot. Michael Buble. 
No. Absolutely no. <laughs> Fucking hate that guy. guy. <laughs> hate that guy a lot. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> uh Michael J. Fox. Yes, of course. Yeah, very cool. Of course. Very good person. Honestly, uh his story's interesting too because he got the Parkinson's, you know, and he didn't know what was going on with him and he was young, so he's just like he didn't go to the doctor. He's like, I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. You can see it in film because he worked so much in like the mid to late 80s. Yeah. Early 90s. And you can see his like physical deterioration. Yeah. It's, on screen. I think, yeah. And I like that he's just been so open with what's going on. It's like he was like America's sweetheart, even though he's Canadian. Mm-hmm. The Like everyone loves Michael J. Fox, but like to be just like and, and the research he's done and stuff, but like yeah. watching him deteriorate like that in film yep. has always been really interesting to me yeah <clears throat> thanks for being a real uh real bro michael j fox if you're ever listening thanks for watching letting us watch you deteriorate yeah. man yeah. glad you're still kicking cool. <laughs> i am too yeah shimmying and a shaking as it were <laughs> that was so inappropriate <laughs> yeah it was but we're learning from our mistakes <laughs> no i don't i don't think it was a mistake i think michael j fox laughed you're right michael j <laughs> write it Andrew Garfield, you should write it and tell me if you thought that was funny. Yeah, Andrew, okay. I know you're, you I know doing, you're listening. Boy? Yeah. How you doing, baby boy? Did you watch that clip I sent you? Uh-huh. Of him kissing Colbert? Uh-huh. It's good, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know that's gay, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Elliot Page. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right? Formerly Ellen Page. Formerly yeah. Ellen Page. Elliot Page is transitioning quite nicely. I think transitioned, I think, all yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, his uh, he's only been on it one year, two years, I think, coming up. Uh-huh. So, yeah. It takes a minute, but it's doing him very well. Very naturally uh, looking for him. I actually, it's funny. I just watched the uh, Trailer Park Boys episode, Trailer Park Boys episode where uh, Ellen Page is in it. Yes. Um, as like a, like a little girl. <laughs> And then what? The f- yeah, it was one of one of his first roles, and uh, then the first movie I ever saw in a um, uh, God, am I really an independent film? Uh, like independent film movie theater mm-hmm. was uh, Juno, in Scottsdale. Yes. So yes, so good, right? And I like that he's quoted saying, "I don't really know what kind of girl I am." Yes, <laughs> it's so like yes. hindsight being twenty two twenty. Yes. When he was uh, female presenting, which is yeah, so so powerful. Yeah. Elliot Page, love you. Um, yeah, but like when when I saw that he was transitioned, I was like not even surprised, and I was like, good for him. Oh yeah, like, no, yeah, that talk surgery was so good. Um, Shania Twain. Let's go, girls. Can't say no to of Shania course. Twain. You can't say no. And Alanis, she's been through it too. Alanis Morissette. Ah uh, yes, yes. Iconic. Yeah. She drives me crazy, though. She drives me crazy. I'm going to say yes for that one song. Or two. The two songs. No, I love, like, almost all her music. I love her, uh, I, th- I just think she's a little pretentious, and it's always drove- just always driven me crazy. But this could just be the 90s version of myself being, like, uh, girls in music. But no, Alanis Morissette, Alanis Morissette's got the tits. She's got the talent. And she was God in uh, Dogma, so I- I'm about it. All right, all right. I like that. Do you care what any? Song, what song do you like? And I'm here to <laughs> remind you. 
That's just of the best you made when you went away. Didn't she marry that goofy looking dad dude from Fly Away Home and Dumb and Dumber? No, but she was, uh, that song is about, uh, the, the freaking uncle with the puppet from Full House. Freaking uncle with the puppet from Full House. Okay. She went, she went down on him in a movie theater. In a movie theater. <laughs> and then, and then he, Dave uh, like blew her. Yeah. He blew her off. And that song is about him blowing her off and how wow. and i'm here to remind you of the mess you made when you went away wow yeah <laughs> like i need a, the, i need an education read, on alanis morissette you should read the lyrics to that song because it gets intense and it's about dave Coyier. cool and it's like what <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the most random fucking <laughs> what? celebrity to be like Talking about going down on a movie on him in a movie theater and then leaving like an angry message on his head. I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> Lattice is pissed. <laughs> and Dave Coulier. <laughs> doesn't he sing doesn't she sing I'm a bitch? I'm a lover, I'm a child, I'm a mother. Well, that's uh Meredith something. I'm a bitch, I'm a mother. Okay, well, I don't know. <coughs> I thought it was um the Isn't actual- it ironic like that one? Don't you think? A little too erotic. It just reminds me of my sister Heavy Duty, and I like that, like, you know, 90s ob, just wearing flannel and listening to Alanis. Yeah. I think those are the only two. Hand in my pocket, I think I know. I don't know. I've got one hand in my pocket! <laughs> and the other one's doing the piece. Give sign. it a high five. Uh Oh, last one. Dan Levy. Oh, yes. All the Levies. Fuck yes. Why don't you bring up Ryan Reynolds? Is he fucking Canadian? Uh, Yeah, and he's a hard no for me. I was ready to have a whole conversation about it. Okay, let's do it. Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) Hard no. Hard no. Yeah. Interesting. I know. Controversial statement. We're going to listen. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to lose listeners here. Uh, no, I think that he plays himself constantly. I wow. love him in, I love him in Just Friends. Mm. Um, me, I, I just love the movie Just Friends. He just happens to be in it. Most of the movies that I love that he's in, he just happens to be in them. Interesting. Playing himself. Okay. Yeah. It's like Ryan Reynolds is in it. They just call him by a different name. Yeah. Um, I know everyone loves him. I don't think he's neither good nor bad, <laughs> but like, I just am not a, like, I'm not like a fan. Uh, I like his gin. Thanks Scott Aviate, for giving Aviator that. Aviator gin. gin. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm not a big fan of Deadpool. It's fine if I'm going to watch it with like my husband, but I really don't want to watch it. Uh, but he was in the proposal with Betty White. So mm-hmm. that was, yeah. What it, I think that's, my favorite movie with him in it i mean he seems like a decent guy and stuff but i'm not a huge fan of blake lively either like they're really? just they just they just don't seem like my kind of people so i'm just like Meh. hmm we have i mean i'm also scared to say out loud he's not my favorite i i will tolerate him but i feel like that that it's just a very big facade you know what i mean but taylor swift wrote a really good song about uh their kids 
like not th- about their kids but used their names and it's a really good song and i kind of think it's her like secret coming out song so coming out like what uh, it taylor swift's gay <clears throat> I'm, I want to hear your I'm, theory. Look, if you, nope. if I can drone on and on about my Tom Cruise sci- leaving Scientology theory, you can talk to me about Taylor Swift coming out. Okay. By the Damn way, it. if you Google Betty White today, then it'll say something really sweet on the Google page. But um, <laughs> Betty uh, is the song name, and uh, you did you did predict David Archuleta coming out before yeah, David Archuleta true. came out. I'm gonna say that there is certain public opinion that she is gay and i i would hope that if she is that she would eventually feel comfortable coming out but i'm not gonna say she's gay honestly when i think about lipstick lesbian she's the uh image that pops to my brain she's so fucking hot and sarah if you're still listening from las vegas you dressed up as taylor swift for halloween and it was hot and you it was great um i'm not moving on in on you i'm just saying like i appreciated the look you were doing Uh, okay so the lyrics to this taylor swift song are betty i won't make assumptions about why you switched your homeroom but i think it's because of me um you heard the rumors from inez you can't believe a word she says most times but this time it was true the worst thing that i ever did was what i did to you so it's kind of like she she said but if i just showed up at your party would you have me would you want me would you tell me to go fuck myself or lead me to the garden in the garden would you trust me if i told you it was just a summer thing i'm only 17 and i don't know anything i don't know but i miss you so it's kind of like her with this best friend but there is very romantic and sweet undertones to it and like kind of apologetic so the whole tangent was she put blake lively's kids names in this song what are their names betty and james no inez <laughs> inez and james i think um so did so is his kid named after betty white then obviously right no uh no it's not betty it's james and inez but the title's name is oh okay. I see, yeah so sorry well i mean i don't know well, it was a stretch that was a ADHD tangent so, for sure. No, no, no. I think I think like uh, that's the power of ADHD, right? Where you can catch on to things. <laughs> like I don't know why Taylor Swift. When I think of lipstick le- lesbian Taylor Swift, is but it's been like that since like she first came on the scene. Can I tell so, you? Like, so, like a... since she first started wearing lipstick, I was yes. like lipstick lesbian. I've been like that's been Taylor Swift to me. Yeah. Um, I have been recently recognizing that the like all of the gay shit that I've ever done all my life. And I'm like, I've never been in love with any of those, like Josh Hartnett or whatever, like those types of people when we were in school growing up where everybody had a crush on these guys. And I was like, always like, but this girl is so beautiful. Like Liv Tyler is one of them. Liv Tyler's gorgeous, man. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, I feel like women are beautiful, but I like, I also like Josh Hartnett. Uh Uh-huh. I've had I had like later crushes on Josh Hartnett and Ben Affleck. I didn't when they were like the rage, but I've always had like I've always been madly in love with Trent Reznor, <laughs> and um, you know, there's I have I have my men in my life, but I know what you mean. Oh, her latest queer controversy involves one of Red's new tracks. 
She's just become a gay, gay icon. Let's go when you're a pop star, right? Here's why fans are convinced that Taylor Swift is queer. Taylor Swift addresses her sexuality in 2019, but anyway. That's Canadians, yes or no? Canadians. Well, do you want to talk about uh, Dan Levy real quick? Yes. Thank you, he Dan is, Levy. He's adorable. He is such a good um, human. Yeah, he's done a lot. I feel like he's had his time being a shitty person, too. Sure, but aren't we all allowed to be that? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, That's what I like about him. Is like You can tell that he has made mistakes and he's learned from them. Like he just by the way he presents himself, you know what I mean? Yes. Like like he knows how to be shitty, but he chooses not to be, sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yes. And I I feel like that's really what the becoming a gay man is instead of being like a, a you know, is not be not being a bitch and being like kind, even though the world's kind of been a dick to you. Yeah. Like coming, getting over that hill. Yeah. I think things that stick out to me about Dan Levy were, of course, Schitt's Creek, where you witnessed uh, authentic um, pansexual experience, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And another thing was at the beginning of the pandemic, he asked his fans to join him in studying a course, a free course from Coursera from University of Alberta about indigenous people and that's cool he yeah he like asked all his fans this is the day i'm starting would you like to learn about uh canada and the native american the um indigenous experience taught by native and indigenous people so i think of those two things and i think you know that that person i admire so yeah, no, I, I I like him too. I mean, Eugene Levy, obviously, uh, Best in Show is one of the funniest fucking movies ever made. I, I can't, like, I cannot with that movie. <laughs> like, that movie lives rent-free in I my brain. I don't know I think about, about it, it all <laughs> the time. It's so, it's just so absurd. It's just, it's so, like, dry, subtle humor. Oh. And I remember the first time I watched it, it was, I was, it was, as a, I was as a kid, you know, like, my mom would go to, like, the bargain things and get, like, used VHSs. Yeah. Best in Show was one of them, and I, <laughs> I like got that it was funny as a kid, yeah. but like it's like I just I I can't. It's absurd, but it's Eugene Levy, and like he has that whole group of people that like did this is Spinal Tap and stuff. They're all homies, and they all work together, and they have a lot of funny shit out there. So, Prairie Home Companion is one of them, I think. You know, uh, Martin Short is Canadian. Yeah. How about that? Yes for me. Yes for me, too. Wait, what did you say his his funniest role? Oh, Frank. <laughs> oh, man. I don't like what you say. Listen, um, I just have very limited experience with a lot of things, and I'm fine with it. Have you seen Clifford? No. He plays an 11-year-old. <laughs> we need a movie yeah. night. <laughs> It's it's on Prime. I canceled my Amazon Prime, and Aww. today was the final day, and I got a little stressy about it. And then I was like, mm-hmm. I don't need Amazon. Like I was like, I want to order Frankenstein, um, so I can read it. And it's a book, so yeah. you wouldn't be interested. Uh, I think I have a copy from uh, Richfield's High School Library. So I would I would love to I would love to steal that stolen book from you. 
Wow. I don't Uh-oh. read. Why did I take that? I was going through a lot of things in senior year, if you didn't know. Go back no, to season honestly, one. <laughs> yeah. Rewind. My sister has stolen books from the library, too. And I I think it's I, it's one of her endearing qualities. I think it's cute. <laughs> I don't think I have any. You know what? I was, like, too big of a pussy. What is appealing about a book that so many people have read that you can smell everybody's fingertips on it? I think that's the. I think that's probably. I don't know the, something though. Charm. Fucking something. Something <laughs> like there's this. Uh, there's this uh, used bookstore. It used to be a tire shop, and they converted it. I've talked about it before. Where is this? It, it's on like night. Oh, Marissa's. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I I love that. I love it there. And then like ninth and ninth, book of music. Like he has used stuff too. A lot of my books are used, and I just love, I just love it. Oh, love nice. It. I love it. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, 33rd and 9th East, Marissa's books. Oh, this looks so cool. Yeah, it's just, it's a, and it's, the space is funky because it's, you know. An old not, tire shop. It's not, it's not supposed to be a bookstore, and that's what kind of gives it a funness. I so love we should that. Go okay, let's yeah. do that. Yeah, maybe you'll see, maybe there'll be a wreck, and you can look on Twitter to see what's going on and see a big black dick. <laughs> What a random thing, huh? <laughs> I don't know why. Every time I'm on that road now, I think about that. I've driven that road a million times before you, and now every time I'm like big black penis, and I don't, I don't know what it looks like, but I have, I have, I have an image, image that I always go to. <laughs> yeah, well, in my brain. But you know, Maria's well, I I... is on that road, so so right. good, so good. All right, well, I guess yeah, let's uh, do this. Let's... We okay, we say these things. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Amen. Is this the place? Podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.